First off, a special thank you to our amazing Patreon.com patrons. Terry, Erica, Stephanie, Suze, Diane, Barbara, Anna, Jenny, Jennifer, Karen, Mary, Kevin, Jill, Joe, Sarah, Kayla, Evelyn, Corinne, Kobe, Michael, Patty, Patrick, Reginard, Nora, Jane, and our forever first, Trisha. As Patreon patrons, you'll get access to our bonus episodes where Patricia, Nayland, and I talk about other things we're interested in, like Warren Stories or Next in Fashion and the Project Runway reunion episodes. And of course, you will also have our eternal gratefulness for helping us express our love for all things Project Runway and to be able to share it with you lovely, amazing fellow fans of this wonderful show. If you'd like to become a Patreon patron, visit our page on patreon.com forward slash the workroom podcast. The link is in the show notes. Now let's get to it. Oh Lord, five minutes. <gasps> Fix yeah, that. I am fixing it. Fabulous. Coral, don't let them sit too much because it gets all wrinkly no and bunchy. Seat. No cheating. I like the dress on fire. What a plan. Let's do it. I know one minute left. We got to work this out. You guys ready? lovely listeners. Welcome back into the workroom, a labor of love dedicated to Project Runway. I'm Ernest, and I'm still looking for Mimi and Zayden's face. Hi, I'm Patricia, and can I have a little spice? Like, just a little pineapple? <laughs> and I'm Nayland, and I have a warrior brow. <laughs> it's the Dream 3! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Hi, y'all. Uh, it's so good to be back in the workroom with all of you. And um, listeners, it's so good to be back in the workroom with you as well. And um, yes, so um, this is the finale episode for this uh, for this season, um, season 19. And um, it's just been really wonderful to kind of come up um, off of some episodes where people had a lot of thoughts and um, have been sending their thoughts to us. So thank you so much. Um, speaking of thoughts, you can get to us uh, on Instagram at the workroom podcast. You can get to us on Facebook, um, Facebook forward slash the workroom. And also we have a cheat sheets. So there are three pages or no, I'm sorry, four pages <laughs> for each collection. And of course you can send us um, your hot takes, your questions, and your gossip and um, any other random thoughts to us at mm. in the workroom at gmail.com. Um, um, I think you left out the most important part, which is that we have a Patreon. Yes, I did. <laughs> Thank you, Naylan. <laughs> we, this is this is our therapy know, session for Nez so because sorry. your Patreon dollars know, go yes. to support Herdez, is who is the producer of this show. <laughs> yes. Like, yes. like. We are, you know, much much like Christian Siriano is a is a producer of Project <laughs> Runway. Ernest is the producer of this show and is uh, and and 
is the person who shoulders all of the financial uh, and and production responsibility for making it happen. So your Patreon support helps Ernest um, continue this labor of love. So don't neglect that, as as I say as I say often, and as Patty yes. Labelle says, do not block the blessings. Yes. There's... So all of you should sign up on on Patreon if you are if you have not already. Yes, thank you so much for saying that, Nealons. <laughs> I couldn't have said it better. I really could not have. <laughs> so shout out to our wonderful patrons on Patreon. Um, y'all are so great, and I'm really really grateful for your support. And um, also, you know, when you guys have wonderful things to say. Um, and speaking of wonderful things to say, a lot of you listeners had wonderful and um, had to stop the recording to just write in to talk about how much life Nalen's tagline was giving y'all from last episode. <laughs> lots and lots of love for Nalen and that uh, wonderful just embodiment of all that it ha- is Christina. All, <laughs> all that is, you know, brought along every single episode continues in this episode. All the mm-hmm. things that, that she does, just like smashing things together. Um, so yeah, so yeah, I thought that was just like really, really cute because I was like, ah, oh, you guys, like, ah, Nellis, I attack like every life. Yes, let him know. Oh, you know. So I love it. I really love it. I and I playfully, I'm just like, I'm mad at how good they are, and also just kind of like, I let some people know that sometimes, um, both of you just kind of make them up on the spot, and I don't know where that is. I don't know where that comes from. I'm like walking around my apartment, be like, what can I say? Like what? Oh. <laughs> so. That's so much fun. It's one of those very specific and yet utterly non-monetizable <laughs> like like talents that I yeah. have. Like I can do really good impressions, but only of people who are not famous. Like I yeah. can do really good impressions of people that I worked for once 20 years ago. Yes. Uh, but not but but nothing that I could like turn into a skill that would pay me anything. Well, you never know. <laughs> You know, I don't know, but you know, but also it's not about that, right? Okay, you know, that's another thing. It's not about that. It's about blah blah blah. <laughs> um. So, and and one other note from um uh, one of our listeners, Joe, who because we were wondering about whether or not um. So we we remember last week they got sewers to help them out, and we were thinking, oh, this is like a making the cut thing. Did this happen last season? And it did. So Joe clarify is clarifying. Um, the designers did have seamstresses to help with the mini collections mm. on that were on the vessel. Remember that? Um, so last yes. year we were still <sighs> in this, uh, uh. what I call is the matrix of New York city. I don't know. There's something about that part of town, but the um, fashion show was down the vessel, which is now in, um, uh, very sadly closed. Um, uh, and, and this year was held at the shed, which is next door. Um, yeah which is next door to the vessel so so um you know the legacy of the bloomberg administration's Mm. um uh completely to my mind wrong-headed development plans just to turn over um uh development to um you know the mega rich and and to produce sort of like playgrounds for them yeah yeah and the shed is the 
um, was the cultural give back mm -hmm. um, that was part of the development plan that allowed um, that allowed the um, the because it has an arts program mm -hmm. um, it allowed for um, certain buildings to be larger to contain the kind of units that they have so yeah yeah um so you know the shed is only marginally better in that <laughs> in that it has not um encouraged people to end their own lives yes, yes. like the vessel has yes it's just so it's just slightly it's a little yeah. very very fraught part of town um, yeah we'll say um and before we we go in um so we we have been hearing from people who are very sad that this is the last episode um mm. and so uh i want to put it out to our listeners um that we receive news from one of our other um patreon patrons who's doing the lord's work um boots on the ground and <laughs> you know taking up what what i feel is you know journalist um uh uh calling and it's from Alicia, who I say, Alicia. <laughs> so Alicia says, oh, I'm watching the finale. So I don't have thoughts yet. This is Alicia writing to us. I don't have thoughts yet. But now that we found out that we can watch old seasons on the app Tubi, can you guys cover another old season, please? Oh, and did you guys hear that Next in Fashion is coming out with season two and Gigi Hadid is going to replace Alexa Chung? So... Thank you, Alicia, again, because I, I knew nothing about this, even though, of course, mm -hmm. like my Google alerts are outfitted for all of these things. It had not gotten to <laughs> me yet. Um, and so uh, I've gone onto the Tubi app, which is um, pretty accessible, but mm -hmm. it looks as if it is where Lifetime is putting all of um, their cool. own um, seasons of Project Runway. So it starts at season six, and then it goes cool. up until, I believe, season 16. Um, which is the last season on Lifetime. Um, so write in to us and let us know. Um, after this episode, we will be taking a hiatus. We're going we're to take a break. <laughs> we're going to mm. take a break. But in the meantime, we're going to give you all time to decide on another vintage um, uh, Project Runway. And then we'll get to that. And also, hopefully, it'll be better, a better platform than daily... Daily, daily motion daily motion that's what it is oh my I gosh call it daily dish and that's wrong, that's wrong. <laughs> so yes so... i wonder i mean are the i wonder if the are the are the first five seat are the first bravo seasons available anywhere so like no. on on um are they available on um daily on motion. amazon no they're not available um, wow. So that's, those are Bravo. And then, and then the fifth season is the LA season. Right, that was right. part of the fight between Lifetime yeah. and Bravo. So no, I don't think so. Because it would be wild to do the first one. I know. Especially, yes. especially for so many reasons. It would be great. Yeah. Because um, I've been thinking about Karasan, who was our, you know, from season one. It was our first mm -hmm you know um front runner of course because mm -hmm. it's the first season but she dominated um with a bunch of wins so mm -hmm. um i'll just say that we prefer season one um <laughs> i would love to do season one <laughs> but <laughs> listeners whatever it is that you like and if it's in and, and we're encouraging you to, to go on to 2b so seasons uh, that we have not covered um starting with season six okay all right 
Okay, so uh, let's get into this episode um, mm-hmm. that is very flashy. <laughs> um, it starts with so many flashbacks. Um, and I'll say um, it's, this was a two-hour finale that dedicated a lot of time to Christian hopping around the country to visit our four top finalists. Um, but the beginning of the episode starts with a lot of character development. Mm-hmm. Um, so essentially, I think like giving us all the narrative that we should care about or the narratives that they've crafted around right. all of them. And we have Coral, who is um, the one whose mom told her not to do this. Mm-hmm. And then we have Chantal, who is the very passionate designer. We have Chastity, who's the mom. Everyone else is a mom, but for some reason, like Chastity's a mom. I, and I, you right. know, with, with daughters, though, um, uh, who's coming through a lot of adversity. And then we have Christina, who pushes too hard. Sometimes I just work too hard. Mm. I'm so hard on myself. So, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, we, because we start with Chantal, who is in Miami, at, and her studio space is at the Instituto Maragoni. I love how she says that. And I'm just like, this is a fashion school? Yes. I've never heard of this place. Mm. So um, I'm just assuming it's an institution um, where she's working kind of looks like there. it's a classroom. There are a lot of little, a lot of tables, or at least where she's set up for, for Christian to come in. And um, they meet in the lobby, and she's wearing this bright white suit. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And um, they they set up they um, set up upstairs um, in one of the um, the classrooms at this uh, institute. And yeah, I mean it kind of is pretty straightforward because with with Chantal we finally get to see a little bit about her, her inspirations. Um, she's no been known for doing those wavy seams, um, and it looks like she's putting it on some type of uh well you know putting it on but in a different way that references um what she says my culture so she's mm-hmm. using um uh i think it's I, I think it's the location or the um i think it is the location uh, it's quetzalcoatl quetzalcoatl and um the the plumed serpent yeah the serpiente enflumada so it's like this like serpenty still doing the whole wavy motif um and she's applying it with this um like ancient aesthetic and trying to also place it in miami at the same time she's like this is where mm. i live so what would people in miami wear but mm. yeah patricia you raise your hand i looked i looked it up because i was so curious and i was so delighted to like learn that it's a double feathered serpent yeah Mm-hmm. It, I'm sorry. Excuse me. Let me rephrase my notes. It's a double serpent, also feathered, hence mm-hmm. the flame. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So I thought this was really interesting because it also, you know, kind of fits what we've been seeing from her in the first place. And I kind of went a little uh oh because for Miami, she's choosing the Art Deco architecture as a way of kind of modernizing I think or, or bringing mm-hmm. it into a modern place or bringing it to a specific place um, that is Miami um, and Christian kind of encourages her mainly here to not lean too much into making these really really in- intricate drawings into prints 
because mm-hmm. she has an example of how she's actually made into um, into the structure. And she's like, this is really hard. It takes a long time. And he goes, do more. Mm-hmm. Do more of this. And she's like, wait a second. Mm-hmm. But it takes forever. He's like, yeah, do it. <laughs> so. I thought that was great advice. Yeah. I really, I really, really mm-hmm. did. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think in, in all of these meetings, Christian is sort of at his best because he's because it is so clear that he knows how a runway functions yeah he knows what it's um and that's like something that i can relate to like when i've been helping folks like work on their final shows Mm -hmm. it's like i know what what works in an exhibition and what doesn't i've done enough of them that i'm like you know, if you want this to happen, then do this kind of thing. Yeah. This isn't going to read. And what he says about the print is like, yeah, this is a great bold print. But at the end of the day, you send it down the runway and everybody's just going to think, OK, well, that was a print. That wasn't, you know, it didn't it it you could get anything printed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Like to actually do this structure shows a kind of effort that not everybody can do. Yeah. And and I and it's it's really really smart. Yeah. I thought I I thought so too because he really pinned like honed in on this thing where well this is what makes you really special. And also mm-hmm. this will help them appreciate the amount of work that you've put into this. Because if it's a print, it was just like, okay, great, cool, cool, cool. But <clears throat> he's like you can do this. It's really hard but you can continue and, um, and and make that something that's integral. And I think it's really smart too. They didn't really talk about the architectural component of it, but you know, I didn't really see a lot of art deco or really understand that, but I just kind of thought if that is where you are um, a part of your inspiration, then construct your clothes, mm-hmm. make that into the mm-hmm. into construction. Yeah. I actually felt like this was, um, I mean, just structurally, this is quite abbreviated to what we used to have with Tim because it used to be a full hour episode of Tim doing site visits. Yeah. Yeah. And this was like basically a half an hour. Yeah. Because yeah. like we go, we, uh, we you know, she kind of does this whole thing of she's stressed out, of course, because he's like, you got a lot more work to do because I'm asking you to do more of this really difficult construction technique and also take out this yellow suit. It's ugly. Um, just get rid of it and she's like oh but it's one of my colors like no but then we hop right on over to have lunch with um her hot husband and franco with jorge and franco franco Franco. so adorable (laughs) so ridiculously cute Um, Franco is like the only human on earth who's allowed to wear a cap like that. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> like that. Like Franco looks so good in that cap. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. What, what, a, what a freaking cutie. But yeah, we didn't <clears throat> really have like any, um, what do you call it? You know, zoom ins from extended family or anything like that. Yeah. It's just, it was very, you know, very small. And yeah. very intimate. And I think also was at the school. So not necessarily where um, right. they were living. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's like it's clear that they didn't really have time for two locations. Yeah. They're just gonna they're you know, Christian's there with the crew and they're just gonna shoot in one place. So yeah. yeah. It's all set up. Yeah. And then we're off to Houston. Off to Houston. And uh we have some, you know, um a real bravo shot of some unnecessary cowboy boots coming out of a car and uh <laughs> chas it's we're we're here to, to meet chassis and chassis comes out and christian is so unimpressed with what she's wearing um because he's like listen i put on these really tight uncomfortable boots for no reason i i'm cosplaying Mm-mm. texas and and aren't you supposed to be looking <laughs> and, more... and leather jeans oh, <laughs> that's right leather jeans yeah. It must have been so hot in that. It must have been yeah. so and, hot. And a crop jacket. You know? I, and and you know, one of these, like, again, jackets that I do not understand. Um, but, uh, it, yeah. And, it's, it's, and Chastity's and he's like, look, I've got all this on for you. And Chastity's like, I don't ride a horse. I know. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah, that jacket is for, like, fully ventilated moments. Yeah. You know? That's oh, it. Gosh. So, um, so, uh, uh, Patricia, Chastity's <laughs> in your bracket. What do you think yeah. about this meeting? Well, I was a little bit worried because it seems like Chastity didn't have a lot of things finished. Mm. It seemed like there was still a lot of thinking about what is the collection about. And then I think this is actually really, um, common. We're, especially for some kind of show that an artist has where all of a sudden we're like, oh my God, it has to represent something where I have to think about and dig deep about this aspect of what I'm doing or this aspect of what I'm trying to communicate mm-hmm. or get across. And then a person can literally just like think, 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 and like think more than do. So I watched this going, chastity, <laughs> you've thought enough. <laughs> Yes. Um, And here is the here is the other thing. America affirmations do not help. (laughs) Affirmations do not help. (laughs) Yeah, because because well, yeah, because she made up one for herself. But I'm just like, she made a she made a vision board and all of it is about encouragement. Well, that's great. But it's like but that doesn't solve the problem of like how long a skirt should be no no it is that it it's it is that model that's like it's creativity is not about inspiration it's about it's about consistent problem solving and when you do that work then the inspiration arrives yeah yeah and you know what's funny too is that people never tell writers things that people tell visual artists so for example people tell a writer oh just go and write don't worry about what you wrote Mm -hmm. you know uh stare at the blank page write something if you don't like it toss it but in island you're you're an exception of course like this is not antithetical to what you've taught us (laughs) like what i mean is like people don't talk about art that way or even in this case it's sort of like oh i I have to work out all these other things before i can do like quote quote my real work mm-hmm. um, as opposed to just do something just face the blank page face the the blank mannequin and just try mm-hmm. pin, pin things on if it doesn't work repin yeah um, so I th- and, but I think that's something that's easier to arrive at when you're around a group of people like in the workroom mm-hmm. but when you are 
decompressing from the stress of the show and thinking about a really important milestone in your career and in your creative output, I think what happened to Chastity has certainly happened to me. And I think mm -hmm. it's very common, very common. Well, but I, I, I don't make affirmation boards. That yeah. does not happen to me. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think there's also a thing, I mean, and, and we talked before about um, uh, chastity in, in relationship to Houston, like when we were talking mm -hmm. to the folks from the CFDA, from CFDA yeah. and it was like, oh yeah, this is like, and, and as chastity sort of describes her business and what she's done previously, it's very client driven. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. like proms, pageants, weddings. Mm -hmm. It's about, it's, it's about the idea comes to you yeah or the occasion comes to yes. you yes right and so it's like that's the thing that's making you make the dress and it's i think it's very hard to shift from that mm -hmm. into like you are making the narrative for why this thing needs to happen yeah because i thought and why one thing would come after another and i think that's really what she's up against because I thought it was very, I was very surprised that Nina Garcia's um, like parting words to her really tripped her up. Because I thought, oh, this mm -hmm. is great that, that they're giving each of them sort of like um, a charge that mm -hmm. is pointed. And I thought very appropriate for yeah. these, for what they've seen them struggle with or what they see that maybe they can improve on. Mm -hmm. And I honestly believe like I think that Chastity barely made it into the into the top four. Um, and I, f I feel, feel like a part of that was because what she was wearing saved her and right. Garcia pointing mm -hmm. at, she's like, I like what you're wearing and I, I've liked right. what you've worn every single week. And so I know you have it in you. So make what you would wear. And here we have Chastity mm -hmm. who's in an existential spiral essentially, mm -hmm. because she was like, yeah, then I had to ask like, well, who am I? And I'm right. like, Oh, this is interesting. So with how she's used to working and for this time, not even like finding a concept, but Nina Garcia told her to think about who she is. And I would have thought, wow, you have great style. Just mm -hmm. think about what you like to wear and make that. But she mm -hmm. went into this whole massive, like, let me do this self-reflection right. thing. And I'm like, wow, that's there's a right. lot going on there. Um, and then we go into the family. Mm -hmm. and And I think another pressure on Chastity is like, okay well talk about a matriarchy there's mom yeah mm -hmm. there's sis yeah there's mm -hmm. her and there's her daughters yes mm -hmm. now i will also say that there may be another reason why chastity is quite distracted which is <laughs> oh my god <laughs> hot husbands hot husbands all of the hot husbands i hot i i mean husbands. i would hot partners that is not an inducement to get in what the sewing room is <laughs> happening there you Jeez. never know. I mean, you Come never on. know. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's an inducement to learn how to make menswear. Basically. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Terrell is like. Maybe there's more to the story. I mean, maybe, maybe that, maybe that's the real clientele for the princess presses. Oh yeah. I mean, totally, maybe. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Totally. I, I mean, Terrell is like. A lot. I mean, come on. A lot to look at. I mean, Christian couldn't stand it it's like um, oh oh my god <laughs> like who is this <laughs> you live with this person you live with them 
Oh my god. But yeah, and the daughters are just, you know, in there being oh. so studious, doing their like so adorable. Um good student drawings and stuff like our mom is the bestest and the greatest uh, and I'm so I want to be an artist. Well, artist. So so there's the thing, right? There's they are immaculately behaved. Oh. And so it's like where did they get that from? You know, and so yeah. that's I think that's the thing with yeah. like maybe to sort of diagnose this this thing with chastity at this point it's mm -hmm. like the you know the thing she points out is this idea about being the black sheep and she yeah. talks about feeling like she was the black sheep in the competition right 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 but really i think nina saying like i like what you wear and i'd like i want to see the girl you are on the runway yeah. so do that yeah and her then freaking out about like well what am i yeah and it's like yeah, what are you independent of mm -hmm. this family structure that you are trying to shoulder the responsibility for mm -hmm. and to prove yourself to mm -hmm. and you live, you're like under the very watchful eye of. Mm -hmm. It's like, how do you, um, uh, you know, any artist has to not be dutiful. Yeah. Mm. On yeah. some level, you are being disobedient. Yes. Um, in order to be able to move things forward. And it doesn't mean that you're being wrong or bad. Yeah. But you have to have that moment of like, no, this is about what I want to bring into the world. Yeah. Not because it'll make things easier for other people. Not because it'll make my, my family you know, proud or whatever, but because simply because I want to see it in the world. Yeah. And that can be a very tough thing to reconcile mm -hmm. with all of those feelings of duty. Yeah, totally. That, yeah. that you have. Totally. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I think like selfishness is like a bad word. Um, but I think mm -hmm. it's, it's it, it, it is necessary. <laughs> yeah, it's so it's so necessary. Um, but yeah, yeah. All right. So after we leave Chastity and her gorgeous family, um, Christian and his boots go to Los Angeles. <laughs> go to Los Angeles. And there we see Coral, and we're in her house filled with macrame. Mm -hmm. Filled macrame in the curtains. There's macrame um, uh, on the room divide. There's macrame holding uh, fruits and vegetables and pottery and plants and all the other stuff going on um and so yeah so she's she's got stuff all over the place and she also has an inspiration wall mm -hmm. um unlike chastity she's got a lot of work done because mm -hmm. she's really going really um uh, ambitious with macrame and and the way she's working it takes a long time so she's mm -hmm. been um she's been doing this and her inspiration um is uh, in, indigenous Mexican. So thankfully, you know, uh, other words is so just like being a little bit more specific. And again, she talks about her mother. And um, uh, but we learned about that, that uh, how her mother um, was uh, essentially like she looks Spanish. So so very white, mm -hmm. so light skin, green eyes. Um, and that her son uh, or she, I guess, I think a part of if I got this right, um, a part of her going back into her heritage and going um, to Mexico where her father's side is from is because her son was kind of like, well, why do we look the way we look? Meaning mm -hmm. darker skinned or in, in 
dark eyes and dark hair. Um, so she kind of, we kind of get a little bit about her father because um, uh, her father is indigenous. And mm-hmm. uh, that's the, the basis of a lot of the other works where she's also incorporating um, hand embroidery that's um, that she's um, outsourcing mm-hmm. to women um, in Mexico who are, mm-hmm. uh, uh, yeah, yeah. So doing this embroidery. Uh, yeah. So there's, a, there's so much macrame that Christian's like, there's too much going on. Can you like maybe do something else? And I was like, really? <laughs> really? He's like, yeah, a bit more fashiony, you know, like this is mm-hmm. the word again, very looking, very dressmakery. Um, and, but what I thought was helpful is that, you know, and more specific is you want to use it in an unexpected and totally fresh way since mm-hmm. you have shown so much macro macrame mm-hmm. um, at my behest. Like I've been asking you to do that too and encouraging right. you. Everyone's been encouraging her to do more macrame. Just do it in a more unexpected um, mm-hmm. way. Um, well, and I think this was good advice from Christian though, because a yeah. lot of it does look very like high end upscale resort wear. Yeah. You can't, which does not mean fashion show. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I mean, I, I think, again, he's trying to think about what is this going to look like coming down the runway? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like seeing one after another after another. It's it. If there isn't some variety in the shaping and tailoring of the clothes, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter how intricate the work is. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. going to it's if it all looks like the same shape of the dress and just in different colors or whatever you it's it's people are going to think that they've seen it. Yeah. Rather than actually like look at it closely. Yeah. So, again, I think that that I think it's astute. Yeah. Same. And then he gets a macrame lesson. Along with uh, um, her son. So we get to meet Aaron. Yes. And because he's also learning how to macrame. And um, well, I think he knows. Christian's I think he's just there in the shot to be like. Are you sh- okay. Yeah. So that was very nice. So Aaron is such a sweetheart because I thought, yeah. like, oh, they're learning together. It's great, you know, on the road. And he's just like, yeah, macrame is hard because Christian's struggling. And it's just like, oh my God. It's like, yeah, it's hard. It's real hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't feel so bad, Christian. Yeah. Um, okay. I mean, he is also a cutie. I mean, <laughs> uh, everybody's got these everyone families. Everyone is so adorable. It's yeah. great. And he's so proud of his mom. And um, mm. and I and I really appreciate these kids uh, who are telling their parents how they they're like, this is great. Like I, I love seeing you doing this. It's great. And mm. you know, and also someone else, Coral, I think, has a lot of stuff on her shoulders. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, we don't see her mom, but her mom is always there, like a constant presence up there. But we somewhere. hear we hear a little bit about that, though. Um, mm-hmm. I think I either also hear not so much here, but in, in prior episodes where Coral talks about being um, coming from a lineage of people where, wow, doing this for a living is unprecedented. And it's something that is the risk. Yeah. Right. But it, it, it poses a risk. Yeah. Um, so I think that's definitely also yeah factoring in to a lot of these decisions and factoring into the pressure around yes. a lot of decisions that are being made. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. All right. So yeah. Um, 
uh, we leave Coral mm-hmm. and we head back to New York City um, to the Outer Boroughs um, mm-hmm. to Queens. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yay, Queens. So uh, Christian wants a cookie. He's like, look at me. I'm not in Manhattan. Look at me. I was like, right, like, you're in Brooklyn all the time. It's fine. Um, Christina looks like she cleaned up her place and um, printed out an inkjet print of some Renaissance painting she found uh, two seconds ago and just slapped it on. It's like, look, art on my wall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just really interesting. And Christian's like, did you just put that up? It's like, yes, yes. For me, like, yeah, yeah, kind of, you know, these cameras, whatever this is. Yeah, I think I think that's kind of a production thing that it's like, okay, we I'm Christina, it's like it's we need like something it's just like in the shot. If there's too much white in the shot, then it looks like you aren't anywhere. So we can we have like It's just so white in here. Your yeah. walls are so white. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because we learned that this has to do with her collection. So I wouldn't be surprised if, mm-hmm. we, so we go into um, the bedroom and we see her wall of inspiration and prints. And um, also she's working digitally. So she's work, she's collaborating with um, graphic designers to mm-hmm. essentially do like a lookbook, um, a digital lookbook with her designs, uh, her digitized designs and place things, placing them on um, like hypothetical bodies or whatever. Right. Um, and so, right. So she so she has all the clothes. Yeah. It's a little bit like when you look at a catalog online and you see um every color that the sweater comes in. Yeah. Yeah. But the model is in the same pose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Right? It's just it's it's just been like swapped in and it's just a cut co- it's just a color swap in and out. Yeah. Yeah. Um and so she's sort of done that and and done the muslins it looks like she basically sewed all of the muslins yeah photographed them and then um and then started playing with like the digital print overlay as a way of looking at what might happen okay that's really interesting yeah because she also has oh like quite a bit of work done um Mm -hmm. there's some like dresses that we see the beginnings of in the back and um and I know that I didn't I didn't look at this really special video. So there are all these like in the day of the life of our designers getting ready for the fashion show that mm-hmm. I know Bones had a hand in this as well, where um, Bones was helping. I'm not really sure in terms of what capacity, but um, her inspiration mm-hmm. is is using the Renaissance age as a way of th- thinking about herself as rebirth, um, rebirthing coming out of this mm-hmm. um, experience of project runway. Um, and again, uh, continuing the tradition, her tradition of incorporating things into the concepts, into her concepts, mm-hmm. mainly, mainly celery, celery is back and mm-hmm. poppies, which she made a, a Renaissance um, a connection there, or I would say maybe an ancient Rome, Roman, um, or ancient Greek connection for the poppies. Yes, but yes, it conjured memories for me of someone else who's on my bracket, Sabrina, mm. who also paid an homage to poppies. Um, uh, her being mm. um, uh, Afghani, um, mm. and so oh, right. yeah, right. she had like this whole like. So I was wondering, like, are you just? Do, is Sabrina involved somehow? Like, and you're just not <laughs> saying it. Like, poppies from Renaissance is such a stretch. Anyway, 
but it made sense. It kind of made sense. Yeah. No, I mean, it was a myth. Um, I believe it was a myth. The the poppy grew out of the tears of one of the mythological. Right. That Aphrodite that shed yeah. after yeah. the death of Adonis. Adonis. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. I don't, I don't know about that stuff either, but. <laughs> but I, I I didn't think it was too much of a stretch, you know. Yeah. We don't hear the mythic origins of celery. No, we don't. But celery but we, has moved in. But we do see it. Yeah, celery is like you know, um, you know, they all moved out of the apartments and <laughs> it moved on in with Christina. I um, had a question though. I I think otherwise. I think that Christina brought the juicer to the set. I <gasps> I I suspect that that is that that is true. And you know what? I am very proud of you, Christina. Like, I don't have to drink celery juice in the morning for health reasons, mm -hmm. but I have other things that I have to do that are just as wacky. So I'm like, yes, take the things you need I mean, to do what you have to do. Huh, that yeah. is dedication. Take care of your health. Yeah. So I was like, I'm proud of you for taking your juicer and having everybody, like, make fun of you and still get it. So, <laughs> like... I mean, there was the juicing regime going on and, there. Yeah. And Christina, ma Christina made it fashion. Did you yes. notice yes. that? Yes. Points. Points. And yes, and Christina, yes, that goes, you know, uh, Christian gets his brat quotient in by being like, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> do I have to drink this? It's like, yes, drink it. It's good for you. <laughs> and then and Christian's like, oh, it tastes like celery. Like, <laughs> this is not <laughs> what I was expecting. It's just celery. No, no. Yeah. He's like, no, this is exactly what I expected. Oh, it tastes it, yes, exactly right, like right. celery. This is exactly what I thought. <laughs> like, yes, darling, it does. <laughs> so so sorry. You can you can have a Cosmo in a minute. Oh, I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> My goodness. God, it should be, I mean, it should be a signature drink. You know, he's got to do that. Um, mm. I'm hoping they did that at the the runway. <laughs> Signature drink, mm. celery juice. So, um, so yeah. So there's everybody. Yes. Everybody talked to. Everyone's been. And then we visited. Then we get the montage of determined womanhood. Oh man! As oh. like everybody gets these like high. You know these intense close-up, like steady cam shots of themselves striding through the streets of New York with yeah. great purpose. These low angles, they're just like these yeah, low, yeah. Low, her heroine yeah. characters just walking yeah, yeah. by, strategically placed um, yes. dress forms outside. Yeah. And yes. Chantal gets they a were... whole Mary Tyler Moore moment. Yeah. She's like, "Oh, I've arrived!" You know, like you know, yeah, coming out of the car, <laughs> so Ooh. heroic. You know, I just want to say that to Nayland's point earlier about, oh, we used to get a whole hour with Tim. Now we got a half an hour. We actually, that was 15 minutes. That was 50 minutes? 15, one five. Really? Yeah. It's yes. very, very short. Yeah. Wow. So and short. I'm watching, I'm watching along, you know, so that's yeah, why yeah. I was like, oh, look at the time code on that, you know. Yeah. Wow. That was 15 minutes. Isn't that wild? Yeah. I, mm, I could have done I mean... with more at their houses rather than them running around the shed going like, oh my God, this is amazing. Yeah. Ah, the shed. Ah. And then Chris is like, welcome to the shed, you know, the cultural mm -hmm. center, yeah. blah, blah. Nike had a runway here. Uh, I don't know. Uh, everyone's had a runway here. No, you get to have a runway here. I'm like, okay, yeah. all right, fine, fine. Yeah. Great. We get it. Um, yeah. 
it was super short very very short so... yeah there's a we get some location service mm -hmm. and you know everyone's everyone's arriving and it looks like i mean they've basically been given like all of these spaces in the shed this is probably i would imagine that where they have the workroom set up is probably mm -hmm. like a rehearsal hall oh interesting. um in that building yeah um you know because it has the same motif as the exterior but it's, it seems like basically like everything's happening in that building yeah yeah um i was just kind of shocked to see the accessory wall there because for me that wall clue it just kind of reminds me of people who work on the show together yeah and i thought wow they really like made this really nice makeshift workroom in the shed somewhere Mm -hmm. And um, here's the accessories wall. Like, it looks mm -hmm. exactly the same. Um, but yeah, but they're So like, we get the big unpacking They're unpacking. Montage. They're screaming over to each other's workstation. Like, where are you, Megan? Oh, my and God. And see, oh, God, the, this is a very sweet thing. Like, if you think about, like, previous seasons oh the we don't get and we don't get anybody yeah. being like protective of like i want to see what that so-and-so is blah, blah, blah. it's all like i want one of these like yes. make this for me it's yes. very i love that it, yes it is like very very sweet to see it's really right? really really wonderful there's nothing about like i'm not unpacking mine because i don't want anyone to see strategy strategy yeah. strategy yeah, you um, don't get any sort of shady underscoring. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, you know, there's, we were getting this whole buildup of like, you know, tension between them and core, uh, uh, between, um, um, uh, you know, everybody in Chassis. Yes, but, yeah, but specifically Chantal, Chantal and yeah. the other, yeah. and the other designers. And, you know, I was sort of watching for that body language in this it's like mm -hmm. okay is everybody hugging everybody else is everybody mm -hmm. like you know yeah. and it's like yeah it's like this is not the case they're yeah. they seem genuinely glad to see each other yeah i thought yeah. about that too when they're coming in they're like fighting to hug with each other you know like mm -hmm. stop hugging her so i can hug her you know, just, <laughs> just really yeah. sweet um and so Christian comes in and essentially makes the rounds just like did you listen to me did you listen to me okay you mm. listen to me did you make that change no why you know so that's yeah. we're, we're up for, for that now um so they're hanging up their clothes and i and i think like one of the first one uh first of those encounters is with chantal because it is kind of notable that there is no yellow which is a big deal uh, so christian's like oh great you got rid of that ugly yellow and she's like yeah yeah i mean that was yes. some ugly yellow too it didn't even look yellow on my television i don't know what kind of yellow that was but I couldn't tell the color, and I was just like, "Ooh, I, I don't." Yeah, my my. Uh, it was uh, very TV pale. did not like that. So, um, so yeah, so so we kind of you know I think talked to, a, like some people. Um, okay, no, yeah. So this is just kind of Christian coming back in, and announcing them that the they're going to do their model casting. Right. So they're exactly. going to do their model casting. They've got forty eight hours uh, before um, Fashion Week. <laughs> And um, and so they kind of gather together and then go right into business. So right, well, and he's asking if there's any special requirements. Oh and we yes. We find out we we find out that um, uh, that Chastity wants ten strong black women. Yes. Um, that uh, that um, 
uh, Coral is the is um, has one menswear piece, mm-hmm. and so needs to needs to cast a male model. Yes, which she almost forgot to mention. I know Coral. I mean Coral. It's so it's like yeah. Good thing Christian's there to you know prompt her. Like, yeah. And then we hear about, um, then we hear that Christina needs somebody who has snowboarding or skiing experience. Yes. Um, it, it is not a low key ad for the current winter Olympics in Beijing. <laughs> no, it is not. Um, it is because she used a little bit of that 10 K to buy a hoverboard and it has to be. So it, it's gonna, it's gone in there. So one, one of the models must ride on this hoverboard for mm-hmm. her runway show. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so we have our uh, lovely familiar models coming in. So more screaming like, ah, Diddy, ah, Luz, ah, Dariana. You know, so they all, mm-hmm. all are coming in and it's just like another great reunion. They're excited to choose um, and to see them walk. And then we quickly, quickly go through the male model review. Um, not... No time to, to objectify, even though, like, we have Christian Siriano who's sitting, who's like, I want to sit for this. Um, mm-hmm. we'll go right by that, um, since we only need one model for uh, for Coral. Mm-hmm. And then one model comes in, and Christina asks, Oh my God, where are you from? And she goes, Russia. Ah, Russia! <laughs> ah! Like, like, you're just, anyway, everyone's screaming, essentially. Um, and uh, yeah, and then they get to choose. And there's, again, like, not a lot of, um drama here but it's just again uh where where is mimi i was i know i know why is it mimi there so um so yeah i hope that mimi is wherever (laughs) mimi is that she's like rolling around in a giant pile of money that's (laughs) That's, those those are my thoughts yes yeah it's like she's way too busy yeah Yeah. she has a conflict a very very important conflict so yeah because I think I think so actually nice. if Mimi had come there would have been a fight, like that's <laughs> there there like there that's where the designers would have been fighting. Oh, I see what you mean. Yes. Yeah. I totally yeah, agree. Totally. I'm surprised that Chantal got Didi because I was like, and it, mm-hmm. you know, it sounded like everyone was okay with that, but I was like, oh, okay, um, right. So we have a little bit of like an introduction. So the models um, who they've chosen meet with the designers. Right. right? So it's like they're, I think what they're doing is it's, it's two days to fashion week. Uh The first day they're going to fit five of the models. Mm -hmm. And then the second day they're going to fit the other five. Yes. Yeah. Um, And so there's, so it's kind of staggered that way. So they they dismiss five. And so five stick around. Um, I think Christina finds her hoverboard model who promises Mm -hmm. to practice and um let's see here yeah when she proposes it to the ones who had snowboarding the the ones from eastern europe who had snowboarding and other uh and skiing experience she hauls out the hoverboard and and you and you see one of them go like oh no (laughs) not that no (laughs) and there's a there's a different model who is game yes yeah and it's not it's not easy like those hoverboards like oh my gosh um so yeah so we we have some of our our, our fittings we have uh, coral who has this huge headpiece that looks like i'm just des- describing it as like an enlarged dream catcher is how i would describe it um, like a big halo a huge halo yeah. and yeah. um she it's a 
um, uh, resplandez, uh, or it's it's like a, it's usually it's it's referencing um, again um, an older aesthetic, uh, historical aesthetic of just like uh, traditional white lace just surrounding the face, and she's making it into a headpiece. And I love how Christian mm-hmm. comes over and goes, "Okay, Carl, what does this represent? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. What is this referencing?" Um, but uh, we have also Chastity, who is explaining that her concept is black sheep, a black sheep that blooms, um, and is has a lot of beating going on. But we find is not finished. So she's got, I think, three dresses to bead. And she's got to hand uh, finish a lot of hems going on. And and nothing has a, there is no zipper. No zippers. No, no, nothing has a zipper in no, it. Yet. No zippers. No zippers. Uh, so, yeah, it just feels like not so much like set up for like a, a, a smooth thing going on. Um, I don't think anyone else is sort of like as unfinished as Chastity is. And... Yeah. Right. Uh, we also have Christina going back to Christina a little bit, who has oh, defined. Can I say? No, yeah, can go I ahead. say one thing? Yeah. I think that I guess uh, I want to say more about this later, but I think that Chastity is aware that Chastity isn't isn't finished. I think there might yeah. be one other person who doesn't realize how unfinished they are at this point. Oh yeah. But yeah. I'll I'll say more about that later. I mean, mm. I don't know if you mean Christina. <laughs> Oh no! I th- I thought you I thought you meant um uh um uh, Chantal? Chantal because I did not mean Chantal. Yes. Oh, I okay. Yes, I oh. did mean Christina Ernest. Oh yeah, yeah, because I thought okay. like it, it, it's a, a nice transition to to talk about um uh, an element of her um line which is kind of surprising, but she thinks is answering a problem that Christian brought up that it's not sexy enough. So for Christina, sexy means naked. And um, I think there, I don't know if it's this day where she's telling her model, she's like, hey, so there's some, um, uh, some, you know, some, some of my garments are transparent, they're see-through, like, and one of the models has something on, she's like, are you okay with nudity? And she goes, yes, I mean, I'm French. (laughs) Yes. It's like, oh, she's French. Great. Okay. Wonderful. You just walk down the runway completely nude. I'm like, yes, Nina Garcia would love that. So um, so they're kind of talking about this and, and Christian is uh, a bit taken aback that this is Christina's interpretation of that critique of sexy. Mm-hmm. And um, and again, like pulls the Nina Garcia card because he's trying to gently push her towards covering up. And she goes, OK, I'll just do like nipple covers. He's like, oh, but they're so cheesy. Mm. You don't want to do that, right? She goes, well, oh, I want it to Wait, be as the, nude as possible. <laughs> I can't believe that. Was, I, I thought I was willing to bet like a whole, you know, a whole dollar bill that one of you would have used that as your tagline. Nipple covers are so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> See, but but that's the thing. I would have to believe that, Patricia. And I believe that nipple covers are everything. <laughs> <laughs> See, I thought this was very curious too, with this this idea of like the 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 the, the flower that blossomed from the tears of, of mythical romance mm-hmm. to Renaissance, where sexy is usually very fleshy, right? Yeah. It's not like mm-hmm. it's not post nineteen nineties. It's not like post Victorian. Let's just say mm-hmm. post Victorian thinness. 
Mm -hmm. Um, So I thought, well, my goodness, it just seemed like a, to me, that was like, whoa, big, bright disconnect. Hmm. Interesting. Not just, not just with sexy, but sexy in the world of this collection. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't think he was making a connection with any of her references. It's just in his mind thinking, oh, Nina yeah. Garcia is not going to like that. Um, and, and, and I agree. Also leads yeah. to Christina interpreting sexy however she wants because he didn't give her anything specific or or helpful. Right. He's just been telling her like, oh, everyone's so covered up. And I'm pretty sure I I would I would like bet that that those are the words that Christian used mm-hmm. in talking about that. So covered up. So you know if you're asking for sexy, then it's implied right. that less coverage, way less coverage. So, um, so yes. And I think we, okay, we have some hair and makeup consultation. I didn't know. Well, we have the, we have the, the makeup consultation there. uh, The, the whole thing with the, with the nipples is actually the the next day. Oh, okay. Um, so this, but, but we, we do, there's, there's, uh, today's Christina issue is the hoverboard. Oh, right. Yes. And, and, and Christian asks like, okay, so this, this has to be in here and why, where is she, what's happening with her? And, and, and Christina's answer is she's going to Mars. And he's like, (laughs) okay. Like, (laughs) and she's like, my greatest worry is that the dress does not go into the wheels. And I'm like, yeah, Mm -hmm. I mean that, I mean, come Mm -hmm. on, you can't come on. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So many issues. Yeah, well, um, and he and he says to her like, "Look, you know, because um, wasn't it one of her dresses that somebody was having a hard time walking in?" And he was like, "Look, a model like stumbling five times on the runway is, you know, it's yeah. going to be just as bad if anything happens with this hoverboard." Yeah, he said it. It is like a model falling five times on a runway if this model falls off of a hoverboard it's gonna be worse and yeah because they're making a very memorable moment on right and that is like would have like a very public failure yeah (laughs) so and i think there's some mention about transparency on one of the outfits right um like a later outfit but that but that that isn't um isn't talked about so much yeah there's a lot of transparency at this point yeah so he goes off and they go to makeup um and uh we see um victor i'm sorry vincent oquendo mm-hmm. again mm-hmm. who is um consulting with coral about the warrior brow mm-hmm. i wanted to look goddessy and i wanted to look warrior <laughs> like where like like you know bring the warriors to like how much fighting <laughs> are these women supposed to be doing <laughs> so much fighting you fight your whole life mm. <laughs> warrior bro mm. um but uh but yeah otherwise people are sort of sewing yeah. i wonder is is this the point where christian sort of says to um had said to um uh, Chantal, that there's that that things are looking kind of a little too blocky and businessy, and That's she needs to open day. it up. That's the next day. Yeah. Okay. This at the end of this day, Chantal was like, "Oh, the fittings were perfect. 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 I'm done. It's great. She's, yeah. Yeah. So she's feeling <laughs> super, super high. Yeah. Um, so accomplished. 
And um, yeah, yeah, she. It's the second day where she's like, "This is not going to pl- as planned." Okay, right. That's um, right. Yeah, but we can get there uh, because I think the only thing that happens is that there's like a there's some um, brief tool drama um, mm-hmm. because we have Coral who is working on this outfit that no one noticed is almost the same thing that she made during the season. Mm. So that that heavy floral um, uh, right. blazer Jacket. that's kind of got the sporty clips to it. And she's adding in tulle because it's got a yeah. macrame. Um, it's a very, again, like a, a really sophisticated version of that. But I thought it was really interesting that um, no, no one noticed this whole uh, episode that she's she already made that and it was a safe I, outfit. And and I feel like the inspiration for that was um, Otavio. Like Otavio was sort of the person who arrived using those big um, the, yeah the clips uh, luggage clips yeah yeah and things that's really interesting. Um, anyway, yeah. well anyway, so it's just you know oh I'm I need more tool. Where is more tool? And Chassis is like this tool because of course Jesse mm-hmm. has a million yards of tool um and you know and they're helping each other and it's it's great it's wonderful yeah no drama there end of day they go off to the roof of a the shed i think mm-hmm. and drink champagne no, 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 they and go home. stand on the balcony they oh so this is go home right first time they they get to go and and see where they're going to be resting mm-hmm. and they go to the roof of wherever they're staying right and right. there's more screaming like ah champagne I, I bet you anything they're staying in one of those in in some suite or something in Hudson Yards. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like, just keep them all in one place. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So the next yep. day, we have our second fitting with the remaining mm. five models. And we hear about steaming. Steaming, steaming, steaming. This is what I just kind of love, where I was like, wow, it's a lot of steaming. And I think Chantal also is worried about the steaming. I'm like, that, I mean, I feel like it's the least of your worries. You're I in mean, a good I think spot. that I think the gray suit is linen. Yes, yes. And so, so there's some steaming drama. With yeah, linen. so and, and well, that's, that's, had, uh, yeah, go ahead. I had thoughts about this. That is such a terrible steamer. That is a, Terrible, terrible steamer. Why don't they have real steamers over there? <gasps> I don't even know. Speak what on that. Like. I want to hear. Yeah. Okay. What? Let's the. Let's What's hear some expertise. Yes. <laughs> steamer expertise. Here I go. Yeah. yeah. Well, these just they. I mean, I'm watching it. And I'm like, wow. Like Chantal is trying <clears throat> to steam. I don't think she was. I don't think we see steaming the linen, but the the um, the steam is like barely bubbly water okay you can get i also like to steam my clothes mm-hmm. <laughs> so i ha- there's a company called rowenta it's very popular everybody has one of the like it's very yeah. common you can it's accessible mm-hmm. they make steamers that are vertical that just steam like you think you're in a sauna you know it's just like mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like you don't even need to do dry cleaning with those things. Wow. And I've I've seen in portable, usually in photo shoots, you have uh, the stand, the vertical um, stand up right. steamers because they have a, a larger tank. You yeah. have to fill the tank every two garments. And by the way, with those garments, you're filling the tank twice per garment. Yeah. So I thought, why are they using these little dinky, like, you know, steamers that 
don't seem that efficient. Like I was actually just mm -hmm. that distracted me. Lovely listeners, I I <laughs> wish that y'all could have seen the face, <laughs> the 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 facial gesture that accompanied the steam sound. Oh, what that, happened? That, 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 I, it was it was it was adorable and, oh, and lovely and, and I don't so remember. good. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> well, I was like, no, I just this is just something I do. <laughs> no, Apparently. it was like it's this Apparently. this is the the upside of Zoom. Yay! Is that, is that we get to see each other? Um, also, just to um, kind of like nerd about uh, deep project runway cuts, they have used Rowinta um, irons before. Oh, well, they they also make this other thing called Superstation Pro, where it's an iron that steams, and that thing is like, it, it feels like it's going to power a local Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. I love That's that you know this. It's very strong. Yeah. It's very strong. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? I In undergrad, I did a lot of printing on vellum, like photographic printing on vellum, and mm -hmm. I, I couldn't afford to have a proper press, so I, I did a lot of, like, steaming. You were doing a lot of steaming. Oh. I right did a lot on. of steam, steamy research. That's what I did. <laughs> <laughs> there you have it. You're home for steamy research. Yay. Yes, I am. <laughs> now I know. Like Rowenta, writing that um, So Christian comes back in. They're doing the second day of model fittings. He kind and of makes it, a beeline for chastity. Um, yeah, it becomes this. It it's sort of like this visit is really about sequencing the show. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and so he has this with like each one of the designers of like, okay, mm -hmm. what, like, how is this going to how how are you going to pace this? How is this going to build? You know how what goes next to what comes out first what goes yeah. next to next yeah and and again this is something that christian knows about so good i yeah. i really enjoyed all these, these interactions um especially with chantal like so um this is the day where she's having like a really hard fitting and seems, mm -hmm. seems a little um not sure about how to fix it or is thinking mm -hmm. there's so much work to do in order to get these garments to fit better but um, we start with Chastity, who um, has, you know, uh, her models in, in their outfits and more work is done. And so she's mm -hmm. got less to do. So she's got some stuff ticked off. And um, yeah, and, and Christian's just asking, like, okay, every piece is such a moment. You know, do you have a progression? Like, what's the story? Like, another question about story. And mm -hmm. um, she doesn't really have or i would say that that does she kind of freeze up over that a little bit but um he pulls out this outfit uh that ends up making it into the runway that is like this purple um suit or something there's like yeah a, a purple two-piece like yeah to kind of that, think that about has no ruffles on it no ruffles and no beating it's just you know beautiful mm -hmm. um and a, and a and a very um gorgeous color just kind of think through how to make this a progression maybe or how to sequence them out um yeah and then we have our thing with christina <laughs> mm -hmm. who, um is not is making something she's not making nipple covers because they're cheesy right we would agree with that they're she's dumb making like a, they're yeah. stupid they're, she's making yeah. like a, a smart little top that's a, le a little less dumb 
like like well yeah christian is christian is there going like you cannot do this yes you cannot do this yeah and uh, you know probably he's like speaking as a producer oh um in part but also it 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 also like to be fair It doesn't like I don't think that there's enough other visual interest in the garment for mm-hmm. you not to just think about the nipples. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the that's also the thing, is that it's kind of smart that it's like, okay, if you do this all anybody's going to think about is that they saw nipple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're not going to think about like what the rest of this outfit looks like. Yeah. And I think point. that's something that Christine doesn't quite get, but he talks her into a kind of compromise. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we go over to Chantal mm-hmm. and it's um, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of discussion about where she's at mm-hmm. and it is kind of looking very business separate yeah. at this point very uh he's a word i think office office yeah. wear and um and 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 boxy so mm-hmm. he kind of there's like a montage of him going through a lot of pieces going like okay how can you sex this up maybe like um show a little bit more skin here or right, perhaps do something right. interesting with the open sleeve, the sleeve or in the back move things around and kind of have a, a, a bit a bit of mixture there um but he also kind of gets into i think like hyper christian expert mode where he looks at like that's not right this needs to hit the ground you need to make a decision about that it's just like dit, 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 dit. um it's it's yeah. very interesting and i also wonder if this had to do a lot to do with the fact that Chantal is his save <laughs> and so I, there's a little bit more given to her because it's like listen i saved you and this means more mm-hmm. yeah i i think that that's definitely part of it mm-hmm. um I do think that there's also um, there is that thing about like you can look at stuff and look at stuff and look at stuff Mm -hmm. and um, I keep going back to hanging a show Mm -hmm. Um, and you can have all the individual pieces and you can make a mock-up of the space and move like little versions of the stuff around the space mm-hmm. and then you get it in this you get the actual things in the space and you and you're like oh no wait there's this this is giving this impression that i had no i i did not anticipate at all yeah and so how do you what do you do in relationship to that yeah yeah totally and um, and you know i mean i think he does i don't think he does more for for chantal than he does for anybody else mm-hmm. I think he does like because we go on to we go on to Coral next. Yeah, this is one of my favorite moments. <laughs> because um, he she's like he's like, he's like okay so um, which one's gonna go first? She goes um, Roberta. No. <laughs> oh, um, how about Nancy? No, Coral. Um, what about Jennifer? No! She just keeps going down a line. She's like pointing at every model. Maybe she can go first. And then she looks at the male model. She goes, oh, 
how about the avatar for my son, who was also uh, um, uh, scoring the runway show? Like, there's like her son is so, who was also my fit model. He goes, right. yes, Carl. Yes. Yes. Start it with menswear. She goes, oh, and maybe it'll throw them off because they'll think that this is going to be menswear. But this is the only menswear. Like, yes. Yes, girl. Yes. You know, I, I think Coral's partner or boyfriend made the soundtrack for the, not, not oh, the son. Oh, I thought it was the son. Okay. Okay. Yes. No, not the son. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, um, <laughs> yeah, it is. It's a very teaching moment there. Yeah. yeah. Um, and um, yeah, it's 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 very sweet. And I mean, the justifications that he comes up with are like, you know, don't lead with this white dress because it has all of this. Then you have everything else is black. Yes. Like use that to break that up some. You yeah. know, it's like to give everybody a bit of a rest. Yeah. So again, very smart. So smart. Um uh models are going off to um hair consultation mm-hmm. we see lacy again yes um you know and so lacy's and... there for day two yeah um yeah yeah and i think that's about it uh, it with the hair and makeup and christian gives some parting words for them mm-hmm. um, uh, since the models are leaving and they keep again throwing emotions at Christian. And Christian's like, "Yeah, bye." And mm-hmm. Chastity like lunges at him for one last, you know, big little sister hug. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, it's just so great. And um, but yeah, so he leaves them to to finish up their work, which is essentially just alterations and lots of alterations for mm-hmm. all of them. All right, and we get to the day of the of the runway and we're we're backstage um christian is seeing how everyone is sort of going around and we have uh, people who are in different phases of panic Mm -hmm. um chastity is looks like she's hand sewing uh daydriana's dress going like what is happening she's just saying like what is happening over and over again yeah um and she's also yeah we hear we we get more sort of the inspiring story this is this you know this prize money is going to be the the empire that she founds that she's going to hand over to the next generation yes yeah and that's all said because, of course, there's this moment where there is that moment every season where the designers are filmed looking at the runway for the first time. And this is our first clue that this was a smaller runway. Um, mm-hmm. So this is probably around the time of uh, another um, <laughs> COVID surge. Yeah. And yeah, this is probably in the midst of Delta, but before Omicron. Before Omicron. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, they all are, you know, super inspired. It's very emotional, um, but they get right, right into it. We have Chantal, who's still deciding on her final look, and replaces um, the model's name is Marsha. So Marsha was wearing um, the the outfit that Chantal eventually decides to put on, and she's mm-hmm. like, "Let me take off this gray dress and me put on this red tuxedo dress instead." Right. And I still want the I still want the judges to see what I'm wearing. And so I'm going to wear that. So she was wearing like these really f- shiny sequency pants. 
um, as her outfit, and she takes them off. She's like, okay, well, I'm going to wear this mm-hmm. outfit, which I thought was incredibly smart. <laughs> like, yeah. super ridiculously <laughs> smart. Um, I was on Twitter uh, live tweeting this, um, and I saw around the interwebs that people were just like, is that cheating? And I'm like, I look given that that everybody almost every single designer this season has been wearing their wearing their own stuff yes on uh for runway judging no I don't think it's I don't think it's cheating no no, no. and and how many times have the judges gone like did you make what you have on Mm -hmm. see Mm -hmm. that's what I want to see it's like yeah 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 I don't I don't think it's cheating, but I have to tell you, I don't think um, the it, the fit was so way off mm-hmm. yes. for Chantal that I really yeah. think it changed the perception of the garment. Mm-hmm. Um, huh. But I, I still think that Chantal should have worn it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think it was cheating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same. Um, yeah. Because I, again, you know, Christian is sort of like, oh, you're going to take out this dress that has all of this couture level work done again um really thinking about like you've done all this work don't you want to Mm -hmm. to see it and you've actually done it you want you want them to appreciate what you've done and she's like oh here's another way in um Mm -hmm. so i thought it was an interesting executive decision and so while they're doing this people are arriving so we get to see like like um uh some recent project runway alums we get yeah but we get like weird glimpses there is not a there's not a lot of uh, we don't get a lot of the of of like we don't get the montage of like people arriving and other designers from the season going like i'm so excited to see what's what's gonna happen like i can't wait like normally there's all of that i think i saw like nick veros there maybe oh which is which is a, a little bit weird but it's like um there is there is one person that is very absent oh oh no um, Did I, I didn't this? see bones bones is well, there it, bones it, is there it, you don't get much footage of bones but bones is there but um okay. but who's not there um let's see zayden is there Oh gosh, Project is there? Is there? Oh my God, the 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 the, the person Meg? No, Meg oh! is not is nowhere to be seen. That's wow. right. I didn't even pick up on that. Ah, uh, you know, I've I've totally erased her from my memory. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> I was not looking for her, and uh, would have noticed if she showed up. Perfectly um, nice. Casey is there. Yes. <laughs> Perfectly nice. Perfectly nice. Casey is there. You but know. Meg is not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Katie's there. Uh um Octavio looks like he's there with a date. I don't or is that Bones <laughs> who's in like that like there, somebody else has like a giant hat. Yeah, that look oh it looks like um like horns. Ma- Ma- Maleficent or something. Yes. Oh. Yeah. I don't know who that is. I, yeah, I don't know who that is. But, but there but... is someone who's there with Octavio who looks just like they're dressed by Octavio. They were wearing yeah. something that Octavio has worn on the show. Oh, yeah. There, there's somebody in the crowd separately that that's wearing an Octavio hat. Well, oh also, no, it's a yeah, what's his the, face's hat. 
also that, right? That yes, there is somebody who has um those are from Essential. Yes. Um yeah. the oh, okay. the person that that Octavio collaborated with On but who show. he also was wearing a bunch of in the show. Yes. Yeah. Dur during the course of the season because he had worked with them before. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um I was yes, I was hoping that was like the, yeah, Octavio's the, the, mom or something because it's like an older yeah, person who had I, like huge glasses on and yeah. polka dots and just like that looks like Katie. An Octavio Katie dress was person. there in in what looked like you know a like a classic Katie, Katie outfit. Yes, yes, something that um, she made. You know. Yes. Uh, I think that Darren brought like a ghostly date. <laughs> like, like had a had a, a plus one from the spirit world gosh i yeah, would have brought like they... my own sage um yeah and if i were there i would have just like saged the um, yeah the area just to you know keep out the, um, any ghost dates or any angel dates i just don't want to yeah see them but yeah yeah and they're like taking pictures of each other they're kind of like having they're they're doing uh like runway walks and stuff um, so while while they're doing their stuff, we have um, let's see, we have our 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 judges coming out, and we have our normies uh, except for Elaine Welteroth. So Nina Garcia is there, Brandon Maxwell is there, and instead of Elaine, we have the guest judge Tommy Hilfiger to stand mm -hmm. in. Um, Patricia, you have words to say. Oh. I was just disappointed. I was like, where's Elaine? Yeah. I would have loved, like, I, you know, I'm, I'm nosy and I understand, you know, you don't have to disclose, but I couldn't figure out what was going around, going on around this time. Um, Cause I know she recently got married and, mm -hmm. um, and I don't know. So I was just like, why? Because of all the people who have good, I, I love her feedback. And that's so why I, I really missed her this episode. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but now we can actually get into uh, the, the runway. So listeners, click on the link in the show notes to get mm -hmm. this week's cheat sheet. And we have them in uh, as in order of, of designer showings. So the first one we have is Christina. And she gave a really long speech that... It was just very like, I am so honored and blessed to be here. And uh, I'm a young lady. And as a young lady, I was feeling very uh, insecure. And uh, uh, but with a bit more work, I started to believe in myself. And so this is so she's just writing an artist statement and saying every single word. Um, but essentially, Renaissance rebirth, but future Renaissance, uh, essentially. And on her way out, she she's she hugs a screaming and and, and pattyless bone bones um, on the way out who helped with this collection. Mm. Oh yes, yeah, right. yeah. There's bones, right? Yeah. Um. So we and I also want to talk about the music for everyone. So they actually all got to choose or got to or they all composed their own music, and so the music for Christina is this very dissonant flute piece mm -hmm. um with a little bit of violin but mostly flutes which i really loved to think about like a futuristic um or something that she's thinking is like more futuristic mm -hmm. um and and having it be like heavy flutes heavy um mm -hmm. but, yeah anyway all right so let's look at this oh, Naylan, thoughts no i just i it, it it's funny because in in thinking about that like i i actually thought the music for the show was really uh, for for the runway shows was really successful. Yes. And then was thinking back to like, man, some of this underscoring 
like the like the music that like denotes tension or the mm -hmm. music that it in in you know in it is there to tell you it's like last minute hurry up mm -hmm. that that has been around for like you know season one. yeah for yeah. for more than a decade like some yeah. of the underscoring on the show is is um you know uh in ancient when you think about it yeah yeah i mean it, it it's very classic to even think about the show airing in 2004 they're mm -hmm. using you know, and I think used it on Lifetime too. But yeah, they're they're going all super vintage with the mm -hmm. um, with the music that they use. And even thinking about these runways, it, I think this was the first time they'd ever acknowledged that the designers sometimes will compose um, the run runways themselves. Because I was I've never been sure, um, mm. and I and I've always uh, assumed that they were offered soundtracks. And mm -hmm. there was that season, so season two with Santino, because Santino made a huge deal about, like, original. This is an original Santino. And I don't mm -hmm. think anyone mm -hmm. else either admitted it or or didn't or had one of the um, the offered soundtracks. Um, yeah. So I really like that they all got to do their own because it was wonderful. It was beautiful. Yeah. So. So all what right. did y'all think about, um, about uh, Christina's show? Oh, I guess I should go first since she's on my bracket. <laughs> sure. And uh, yeah, I mean, I'll it, it. I thought it was really interesting that there's certain certain. Um, okay, I'll say what I liked. I really liked the print. I I did like the poppy um, the poppy print. Um, I I enjoyed um, her use of color, but I was really surprised by the blazers. And the jackets that were here, and also like the introduction of more tailoring to the work, and um, and so it 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 was just like, you know, it was surprising to see. I would say one, two, three, four, five. Um, the fifth look that introduces the celery um, print was, it felt the most like bones like to me. Huh. Mm -hmm. And it also was not how I thought she would incorporate that print. It just kind of looked like she took the the um, the fabric as is and just kind of draped it. And um, I, but I thought that there was an interesting. I don't know if even even to call it restraint because I would say like the first piece was so simple and um, uh, and really really I thought very beautiful. And then paired with the second piece, um, there was just this, uh, I don't know, like it, it, it felt kind of, I don't know, I don't really know if there was like an extreme there, but it felt extreme in a way between the amount of transparency and then this tailoring brought in. Mm -hmm. So, Yeah. And I thought the hoverboard worked. Like I was really skeptical at the beginning where I was like, oh no, oh no. But um, mostly because the model did so well on that hoverboard. And mm -hmm. even and again, like paired with the music, I thought this feels less weird than I thought it was going to be. Um, and actually makes sense for this type of um, collection and what she was trying to go for. So I liked it. Yeah. Patricia, what did you think? Well, just jumping off of the, the oh, 
hilarious jumping off the hoverboard um, <laughs> just going off of the the hoverboard i actually thought well if you're going to have a model move why not maximize that and have things like fluttering about and i know that there couldn't be much um flowiness at the bottom because of the wheels but my goodness that model has shoulders you know there's like a lot of space that things I think this this garment to be moving could have had more movement but as it was it was very much to me like a portrait it was like this moving it was like a portrait on wheels mm-hmm. um and that it moved very little it was sort of just this like okay da, 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 da. um but as a collection it's very confusing to me um but all that to say there are pieces that i really really like Mm-hmm. here and there are uh, like for example look number three the pink jacket mm-hmm. I, I think that's interesting mm-hmm. i like i like the prints very much um but a lot of the looks look so complicated for example look five looks complicated mm-hmm. look five six seven um let me see here yeah look five six seven not so much eight, but maybe nine. Mm-hmm. Definitely ten. They all look so complicated to put on, hmm. and that's sort of confusing when you're when you're looking at it, um, because these are supposed to be wearable. These are meant to be wearable. Mm-hmm. They're, they're not. This is not a Tom Brown. This is not about exaggeration. This is not about complete show show stop. Um, they're, they're still trying to be. They're trying to be innovative and wearable so i'm looking at 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 them through that this criteria Mm -hmm. and given all of that there are pieces that i like very much individual pieces but as a collection um it's not bad Mm -hmm. i i think i think christina just needed more time to really make some of these things a lot more simple more time less pressure Mm -hmm. that's what i think was needed Mm -hmm. That's hmm. all. What about you, Nayland? I, you know, I, I mean, I've been, uh, and I, I have been a Christina skeptic mm-hmm. um, this season. Um, I will say this: a drawstring is not an idea. <laughs> and 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 her her um continually going back to the drawstring Hmm. it's it's like it also isn't easy to get in and out of you know what's easy like a a piece of clothing that you button is easy to get in and out of Mm -hmm. if i have to deal with like drawstrings then it's like it's that much more time it's that many more things that come untied Mm -hmm. It's like yeah. I can't keep my shoelaces tied. So now I've got like all of these things on my clothes. That you know, having said that, I will say that there's there's stuff in this collection when she gets away from that that I really um I was surprised by how much I liked it. Yeah, I really sure. like the I really like look number 4. I like that big you know, I'm a sucker for a shirt dress. Mm-hmm. I love that like big hot pink mm-hmm. shirt dress, which is 
extravagant but also like so declarative hmm. um and um and uh and works like i, I don't I, it doesn't need the choker that then yeah. you know with the drawstring that goes but it's but i think that that's like really great and looked fantastic on the runway yeah um i was really disappointed that she kept doing this thing of like printing out these rectangles and just and and just like sticking them on top of um these slip dresses if that was like like no that's not enough like that is the thing that you've been doing all season yeah yeah as these yeah. sort of these asymmetrical things that aren't really like as easy as you think of them as being i actually liked the the sort of formal unity of the last look hmm. and it was kind of stiff and columnar but i but i kind of liked how um unified it felt mm -hmm. that's true yeah um the, the, i think the print worked best on that book yeah, yeah. um so there's a, there's actually i was surprised with how much i liked in this in this collection but i i don't think I, I, she she strikes me as someone who doesn't quite know her own strengths yeah. and weaknesses yeah i was going to say that because she's stubborn like there's certain things in here that are stubbornly annoying that she keeps doing because she thinks it's good and so, right or she thinks it means something yeah and it's like no it doesn't where actually. i think like the drawstring the draping in the sixth outfit means something where it's like no it just feels lazy and the, yeah um, outfit number two so it's not on the cheat sheet but there is a beautiful two-piece under there that has a lot mm -hmm. of strings so it's a little kind of unwieldy but that's what i was so surprised i'm like you can do this you, and you yeah. didn't do this at oh, yeah. all during the season. Like you can make this. Yeah. And so, um, so it's so the, I, I, I the pink dress has this great cutout at the back. Yeah. Which is which is really good. The um, look seven mm -hmm. has an ha, also has a really interesting back. Yeah. Um, yeah. but it's but it's not. Um, you know, it's. I, I mean, uh, you, you, Patricia, you said that you thought like with more time, she'd be able to refine it. Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm not so sure, actually, because mm -hmm. I think that I, I think that what we would think of as refining is not necessarily what she would think of in terms of like amplifying the strengths or what yeah. she thinks of mm -hmm. as her strengths. Yeah. You know, because yeah. I'm, I'm looking at the runway for the seventh look um be, and also it sort of mirrors or not mirrors but it is related to the outfit that she wore um on the mm -hmm. runway um to to give her speech um so it's like this mm -hmm. deep neon green color and this is sort of like a lighter more complicated version of it um mm -hmm. and the front of it is in my opinion um very boring there's a lot of stuff going on, but, mm -hmm. but it isn't until the model turns around that you, you see what you're looking at, which is kind of like a deconstructed tunic or a collared mm -hmm. shirt um, that has that cutout back. 
and it's really it's it's very very um beautiful but yeah i think she would see that as like a you know one of as a strength um like where we would see certain problems and and i just feel like it's because yeah well no my my interpretation is Mm -hmm. just very stubborn um um in that regard but yeah all right so on to chantal on to chantal um so this is about i think passion is um is essentially <laughs> what this is about but let's just go to uh but we we talked about the inspiration we've talked about um the motifs of, of where this is coming from so we start off with um the opening look which is you know so all of this is in um leave i don't think this is in runway order on the cheat sheet my apologies but i will say that chantal is the only person who posted her looks on her uh, social media so oh yeah a lot of the other um images on the cheat sheet are screenshots that i've taken um and i went to everyone's instagram to just kind of see and chantal is the only one so some of these images are from her um not her but from her um that she's sharing on social media which i thought was just like oh wow uh, so professional <laughs> it's great for me great cheat mm-hmm. sheet resource um so let's talk, yeah let's talk about this uh so the so runway order is the 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 first is the short what was part of the suit that that christian convinced her to send down mm-hmm. as a dress on its own yes so look um five on this on the cheat sheet yes so number five is, is, look, one. is look one yeah hmm. maybe i'll maybe i'll redo this but uh yeah <laughs> i just kind of want to put hers up first <laughs> but yeah let's 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 talk about this um any who, who wants to go first any any thoughts um i'll go well chantal actually had um the inspiration I actually really liked it. It was a little bit more um, specific than just passion. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It, um, I wrote it down. It was paying tribute to the values that shaped us. Okay. Yes. And so the the um, collection is called Heritage. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. I loved how those things connected. Meaning how the vision that was stated at the introduction really connected with the structure of the clothing mm-hmm. and and just the whole um dimension uh, uh, dimension is the best word i can think of mm-hmm. to the actual um the making of the clothes i will say that i do wish that there had been more volume mm-hmm. so i wish this idea of the, the the double serpent and the myth like I wish there could be silhouettes that were more getting away from what we already expect from women's wear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that is the worst that I can say about this collection. I really, really loved it. I thought it was, I literally wrote it down. I wrote down impeccable. Um, mm-hmm. Like that word gets used later, but I, I also thought the same when I looked at it. And I basically want to live in, Look number two in all the colors possible every day of my life. <laughs> I could totally see you in look number oh, two. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> yes. You know, a, a, a matte version, a sequence version, a yellow mm-hmm. version, all of it. You know. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, yeah. I would say that, uh, yeah, there's um, this, it, it feels like the show of somebody who's been like yeah. working in the business for a long time. Yeah. You know, it it um and yet there's there's moments of surprise. And I think that like for clothes that in a way feel kind of traditional and and on first blush seem a little like boxy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There still seem to be like a lot of moments where the models were like loving wearing them. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's true. You know, there's like a great, um, there's a great moment where um, uh, the um, the model who's who's in in look ten um, just sort of shows off like what actually that outfit can do because it looks kind of conservative. Yeah, and and you know. Uh, and then it's like revealed to be like, oh, this is actually like this can be performed. This lit yeah. is really, really high. This is like, yeah. And there's, it's. I think it's um, it, like there's a lot of talk about like power, like powerful women, strong women, women warriors, <laughs> and. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we're laughing at Patrice's face. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> and that's, and that's how I feel. <laughs> and and this mm. is these clothes are like the power of being together. Oh yes, well, like the power it. of being in control of your own narrative mm-hmm. is what it is what it feels like. And you, and you know what too, like the power of feeling supported by your clothes. Yeah, like not just culturally in terms of what they represent but also in terms of fit and mm-hmm. i think yeah 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 and and you know i mean christian made good suggestions the the um you know in look number seven the idea about opening up the sleeves and the back of that red yeah top totally transformed what that outfit was like yeah you know totally. and so yeah ernest what'd you think I yeah, I really really loved it. And I also really loved going from Christina's which was very flowy and had different opacities go and going to this. It was I was just like I'm having a good time watching this show. This is mm-hmm. so enjoyable. And I also love the runway. Um so the runway is uh, looks like a plus sign. So there are four <laughs> little mm-hmm. runways here. And I thought um the way they shot this um uh the way they shot Chantal's show really highlighted the details and throughout the season, um, what she's been wearing, what she's been making. I haven't always liked it. I haven't always liked her prints, like the prints she brought from home. I just was not into. Mm-hmm. So a lot of yeah. her clothes, I'm just like, I'm just along for the ride just to kind of see um, what it is that you're making. And I thought it, it was in- incredibly confident. And especially with that, um, it's the first, so far, it's the first one on the cheat sheet. Everyone was going nuts about this um, single seam, simple black dress with this um, very complicated and intricate uh, 
long um long coat that goes mm-hmm. over yes. it and um and is a a, a beautiful motif and a, 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 maybe one of the most no i shouldn't say one of the most complicated um but it it had a, an air of like sophistication mm-hmm. that like i watched that and i thought wow you go from someone who's making these very complicated clothes and then you have them do something that is I think maybe the first time we've ever seen like truly minimal clothes on project runway mm-hmm. um, yeah. and for the finale. And I think that's something that's kind of rare to see is some restraint on the finale. Mm-hmm. And I thought that with that, with that piece and even with the tuxedo dresses. Um, so I was waiting to hear what she called them um, because it's a silhouette that I really, really like. And it mm-hmm. and it's a silhouette that I like, I have a dress that is, sort of this silhouette um that I got from a store and I was surprised at how much I liked it and I and I enjoyed it because it was it's very comfortable it's black it's easy I don't even have to it's made of of a type of cloth I don't have to even uh iron it um but everywhere I wore it people were just like oh my god I love this dress I'm just like really it's so simple but it's it's got pockets and it just kind of blows people's minds that it has pockets Mm -hmm. um um, but seeing those dresses and thinking it is such a simple but beautiful shape and it is great to wear <laughs> silhouettes like I really love wearing mm-hmm. that dress and I could imagine how comfortable it would be to even wear these clothes and um, yeah I, I just really liked those moments and I thought uh, yeah it was just very well done and I thought the suits were my favorite because again mm-hmm. i feel like it was a redemption of the first suit that she made um yeah I which just, i did not like yeah i was just really really impressed by the close-ups and by the pants like the pants on these suits were just ridiculous so, was that was that suit yellow yes the gray one <laughs> the gray suit no i mean the i mean the well no but i mean her first suit <gasps> no it was pink for the co- for the like, color challenge, it was like pink, like a like oh, a that's right, that's right, pink. it was pink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oof. yeah. it was like <laughs> weaved in and had like yeah, all this texture. But 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 now I have um a, just a sort of unrelated question, mm-hmm. but um, uh, Chantal, um, best unconventional challenge garment oh. ever. Yes, yes. I mean, <laughs> yeah. It, I, I mean, <laughs> it, I mean, it's been 19 seasons. Yeah, listeners, I think this would be like a really good, like, like. Oh, let's have some debate about some this. Opinions. Like, who's like is it? Because because it's certainly the best one in my memory. But I but I'm but I forget a lot of stuff. So there might well be. Um, something that I'm just some you know another look that I'm forgetting but I yeah. but I think it's like it's it's kind of the best um, unconventional materials yeah. garment it's I mean it is a remarkable display of skill yeah like that incredible. challenge from Chantal incredible. like wow yeah yeah all right. So chastity time for chastity and speaking of um, unconventional materials challenge um and we have her um opening up and talking about um uh the black sheep um Mm -hmm. um, inspiration 
and her daughters are there. Uh, so adorable, so cute. Her sister and her mom, um, and I think her husband's there too. But I thought that the the dress that opened up the show felt like a redemption for the unconventional challenge hmm. dress that she made. Interesting. It wow. reminded me it was the same shape, and um, yeah. and I I kind of felt you know if, is this a redo? So that was my that was my first thought in thinking about this outfit. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, yeah. So, uh, Patricia. Oh yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I actually did not like that look, that first look. I, yeah. I don't know something about it. It just feels so unfinished to me. And it's not like, because I think we get a close up of, of the hems it's not the hems, just mm. the, the proportions, the materials, like something about it feels unfinished. Even the styling feels unfinished. For, like meaning, I don't like those the boots with this, maybe like a higher boot, I don't know, something. Um, but overall, this collection, I felt very similarly about, well, no, this one, I was going to say that I felt very similarly about this collection as I did to Christina's, but I, I take it back. I. I think this one, um, things don't look complicated. And I find that fascinating Hmm. to think about because these beatings, um, there is so much manual labor in making these garments. Mm -hmm. And yet they look like, oh, I I just slip that on and and, and zip it up somewhere and off I go. Mm -hmm. Um, And they, they feel very light despite having all of like some of the looks for example look number maybe not look number two which i liked i thought look number two was so fun but i thought those pants needed to be like a a bright color some Hmm. kind of bright color um look number five i love number six i i I feel like i look number six Mm -hmm. made me think what did i write down um the black sheep that blossomed dedicated to chastity's younger self look Hmm. number six performer like Mm -hmm. it's just it's performance wear yeah and i thought oh wow and this gets said later i know but i was just this this look is what made me think about it um but the blues were great i love this kind of blue it was actually more unified that i was expecting it to be Hmm. But I didn't, I, I, I think that, I still think Chastity also needed um, more time. And yeah. I think Chastity could refine like little bits and pieces here and there. I'm not a fan of look number, uh, wait, eight, look number eight, which has eight, this like yeah. Is that cropped the two pan, yeah. a two piece with a cropped pan. I, I like the two tone aspect of it. But the cropped pan, for some reason, doesn't seem to to go with it. I thought Chastity did an amazing job at trying to get away from what Chastity has done before. And I don't want to ignore that aspect of it. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I was actually um, not really into a lot of these clothes. <laughs> um, I, I don't like the blue or the purple. 
and I and I I know like you know just there's just sort there's something where um like those contrasts I didn't really like that um uh having those things paired with the black and I think it's really interesting that she didn't want to go so literal with the black sheep motif and making these things that kind of look like um uh what do sheep have it's not hair. Like wool. Wool. Yes. wool. It doesn't want to look like wool, wool or wooly or anything like that. Um, mm. um, but I thought it was interesting that she stayed close to the black as um, like a way of thinking about being a black sheep. And we all know that she loves to use that color. You know, is also very defiant and stubborn in choosing that. Because um, I agree. Like, I think the pants in number two, like, I, I that's the closest to... I think that's the closest she got to sort of interpreting what Nina Garcia was asking for, um, like yeah. something that she would wear, because it does get um, very, you know, and it's fine with, you know, in terms of like what a performer would wear, but still um, kind of normal and ex- and expected and things that, you know, that we've seen. And there's, there's, there are places where she seems to be really playing around with those skills. And that's the last dress uh, that I thought, I didn't like this dress. <laughs> I didn't like it. But I really respected um, her skill and, and what she was doing with the ruffles. Like, I don't, um, I, I thought that this was a little bit more ambitious with what she wanted to do with that, where, um, uh, yeah, and I, and I do like the, the transitional or the, what, Brandon calls the modular piece that starts off as a skirt mm-hmm. and then becomes this this jacket and um I I really really love that uh how it transformed how the model transformed um uh while wearing that too and also the kind of magic of it where I'm like where did those where did the sleeves go or I can't see where the sleeves could have been like how was that made like it just it I thought it was very beautiful um but uh, yeah, but there weren't enough moments like that um, for me. But yeah, yeah. I mean, that's kind of how I felt. Too. I was like, oh, I like five. I like three things. Yeah, and that's exactly how I felt about Christina's. Thing. I, I, I like three things, which is actually a lot for me for most things. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, yeah, but still, it's sort of out of ten looks. Yeah. Yeah. Neilan, what about you? Um, I'm, I'm sort of there with you. I think the thing that works about look number five mm-hmm. is that when you, when I look at like work, like looks, you know, or, 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 uh, look number six, I'm sorry. Oh, um, uh, you know, when I look at the first five looks, mm-hmm. I feel like the model actually needs something else. Oh, and then yeah. um and then you get to look six and it's like oh she has a coat yes like like that's kind of like particularly like look two i'm like there there's not enough that like she there needs to be something else with this garment and maybe it's you know she i think she made a deliberate choice not to style with jewelry yeah right so nobody's wearing no you know nobody's wearing a necklace nobody's right. got bracelets on or anything like that um and i i think that contributes to the fact that it feels like you know there's such a lingerie reference in most of the looks mm-hmm. and then it feels like there's no um 
there there's no buffer then yeah, you know and I, um I, and the coat really does it like like i i and i agree with you that it's like um i did not expect it to transform into that mm -hmm. and it's like a great like tough coat for yeah. all of its ruffliness um so yeah i just and i i mean i go back to the thing that um that that i set up top which is that i think she's really used to designing piece to piece mm -hmm. and it's very hard for her to um uh conceive of a show as a, a or i don't see evidence that she's able to kind of conceive of a show as a series of statements that move from one place to a, to another yeah because I, I noticed and, and weirdly enough i feel like a lot of the detail gets swallowed up on this uh, like like on this dark carp against this dark carpet yeah and even with the color that's introduced it's like it's still like such a deep tone there's like deep. there's there's it's very hard to actually be able to fixate on like the detail that's there yeah, and I kind of I I I man it, it yeah it it sort of cuz well this it actually it has I'm, I I agree but it, um but before I forget I don't know if this is related at all like I feel like she also kind of missed an opportunity with the hair where um, so many of them have cornrows and so mm -hmm. I was just kind of staring at um 1 2 3 4 5 6 look 7 um, uh, for for instance, look seven, and also um, next to six. So there was a, a thing, something about that toughness of this ruffly coat that I think went really well with cornrows. Like it had like a nice, mm -hmm. um, uh, like an unexpected um, addition to something that's formal, but also kind of has this like perhaps like a streetwear or mm -hmm. some type of um, uh, yeah, it's like that, like that kind of vibe. But yeah. um, it doesn't do so well in terms of the silhouette with every, almost everyone else who has has cornrows. Yeah, um, and not everyone has them, but but in terms of the. Um, but like, everybody's ha hair is very tight to their. Very to their head. very tight. Yeah. I I do think that um, uh, Daviana finally had like had a designer that made her look great. Oh yeah. I I do think that's a that's a you know, I do think that's a really good. Um, look on her it is not unexpected at all like right. that it like there's a there's a lot of that sort of like you know beaded lingerie esque yeah. cocktail length dress yeah you know yeah. that's a that... that's 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 look for four. yeah number four yeah, yeah. um and and um you know i i thought she looked great and mm -hmm. and um but i but i do uh yeah there's it's it's um there's a lot like in a weird way maybe i would have led with her final look mm -hmm. like opened with that mm-hmm and and maybe shuffled the order a bit but i feel like a lot of it is just too the same too much the same and i think the thing and it's funny because given like 
how intensely she vibed with the hairstylists. I know. Yeah. You know, and and the and the like kind of going, you know, excessive with that, like I think, you know, could potentially have given her some ideas, but I think she got so caught up in her anxiety about all of it. Yeah. That she clamped down on things. Yeah, I totally mm. agree. Well, I think, you know, Christian said something really, really um, useful, I think, about um, chastity's process. And what Christian said was chastity is, is afraid to commit out of mm -hmm. fear of being, of being judged for it. Mm -hmm. I do remember and, Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean by that dutiful thing. Yeah. It's like yeah. you can't, there, you have, you have to run the risk of making your family of that. Maybe your family wouldn't be proud of you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, right. But it, if you really do it, they come back around. And I, but I, mm -hmm. but we've, we, and I, there's something about the way Chastity speaks and the way she's been speaking about herself. And with this like thing about like stepping uh, or powerful women stepping out of the pandemic or, um, mm -hmm. you know, strong, a, a black mother and um, also just kind of like this dutifulness towards the legacy of her father and the le legacy of blackness. Um, there's a lot of um, the way she speaks is an, is an, is very familiar. Um, and even in that, like where she seems to be someone who um, is very, composed and confident and self-possessed i think she's using a lot of learned or observed uh, phrasings to talk about how she wants to be perceived or how she thinks she ought to be perceived and so in thinking about that so i'm going back to the cornrows where i'm just like that i think that's why she's holding onto the color black when she doesn't have to like if you want to talk about blackness you don't have to use the color black if you want to talk about yourself as a black person you don't have to use the color black. <laughs> and then with the with the hair, I think she thought, I want to choose the blackest hairstyle I can find or that I can think of. And I want to stick with that because it is so important and I and um, seemingly maybe radical to have this, but it isn't. It's very expected. It's very safe. And then even this like and I remember the whole thing about decisions where choosing a different hairstyle or thinking about how the hairstyle is going to go with the garment is another decision. It's so risky. Like you, um, there's a, that's another thing that could possibly take you out of a way of talking and the way of presenting that has been pre ordained as being like, this is what a good black woman looks like, or this is what a good black mother sounds mm. like. And this is what a strong black designer mm. um, is expected to be. And it's just like, but it's not chastity. It's not chastity. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, and the sense of her, um, her warmth mm -hmm. and goofiness, like that, like she's so, um, <laughs> she she's such she's so lovely to spend time with on the yeah. show. Yeah, because of like her, you know like her like singing back at christian and mm -hmm. teasing him and like all like all of that stuff which is it's like we need your joy 
more than we need your duty dutifulness yes right yeah we need we need you to be and in a weird way like here's like a weird echo of like coral's story right Mm -hmm. because it's like the intensity of like the responsibility that that um that chastity is modeling for her daughters is a little bit like what coral received from her mother yeah right yeah. who was who like made clothes for a living and supported the family that way and that and the and the um and and what seemed lacking or what seemed sort of tragic in that story with coral was that it was like the activity itself had become kind of toxic because it yeah. was so connected to like a you know the grind of doing it and the grind of bearing responsibility yeah that the joy had kind of gone out of it and it's like yeah it's like chastity also like you know like the kids can also be like nuts and irresponsible and silly and i'm sure that they are you know it's like but it's but it's that this this weird kind of public performance of it in this in this moment that is i think is there in the clothes like the clothes don't seem all that joyful yeah i mean and i'll say like it's something that i relate to and 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 again like i talked about how chastity was so open about um her mental health and and dealing with that Mm -hmm. which offered something i think is was so vulnerable um, and brave of her to do, especially since she has that whole like kind of yeah uh, perfect perfection and this idea of, of duty. And I thought with her daughters when they, they were visiting them, and when Christian was at the house in Houston, and the oldest was just like, "So my mother is," and then we hear Chassie go, "Don't do that," because <laughs> because she right. knew what the daughters want to say, which was like, "I admire my mother. I look up to her. She is the she's my role model." Blah blah. blah. And in a way, I thought, um, uh, it's it's hilarious, but also just kind of, uh just really touching and heartbreaking at the same time yeah. because chastity has raised these girls who are triggering her <laughs> with their yeah. love well, and, and, and like and also god bless christian for like being like shut up chastity like go, <laughs> go ahead like say what you're gonna say yeah. right yeah you know it's like you need to hear it yeah and cause... that is that that is like you know the best role that an outsider can have in yes. those situations yeah. is to like no, I'm going to disrupt this family pattern. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So that you actually can get to, you know, the vulnerability that's really there. Yeah. 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 And see and see the relationships in a different light, in a different yeah. way. Right. Yeah. Right. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. So that's my, that's, that's my thing. I, I have a couple of other things to say about chastity, but I'll hold them for later on. Okay. Because oh, okay. I do think in terms of this duty is a good segue to Coral, mm-hmm. who's our final designer. Mm-hmm. And we start off, and uh, with this music, I have to say, like, I cried during this runway because mm-hmm. <laughs> the music was amazing. And mm-hmm. the the um, the first model comes out who um, 
is was an, is an inspiration and also was fit on her son. And then we mm-hmm. have this music and I'm just like, oh my God, this is so beautiful. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad that Christian gave you a, an exam and made you make this first. I guess, so like, it was really, really, really good to begin that way. Um, but yeah, let's, let's talk about this, uh, this runway here. Yeah, I, um, I, I was sort of like 90% with this. Hmm. I mean, I, it's, it's weird. It's like, I, I, um, This felt like a really, really good meal to me. Hmm. <laughs> I guess is what I, is what I'm saying. It's like, like there's like a sort of variety of flavors. Mm-hmm. There's, um, you know, there's like, there's there's a, a little bit that's crunchy. There's a little bit that's rich. It's like <laughs> it it felt, um, you know, um, there was. I I love that um, that uh, these were not all stick models. Yes. Um, and and that and and yet nobody. Every outfit that came out looked like it was for that person's body. Yes. Yeah. Um. And there were just a couple of things like I think like the white jacket mm-hmm. dress thing, like really good. Okay. Really good. Everyone was going like gaga over this over this outfit here. Um I yeah, because I, I really it was one of the it was like I think when I realized what she was doing or or what she was sort of mixing together. Mm-hmm. Um, because I thought of this as such a, um, I don't know if we had seen her do these, these zippers or work in this way in particular, but I just, this is where I, th- I thought the embroidery looked the best. I was like, uh-huh. I think this is just so ridiculously gorgeous. And of course I, it looks gorgeous on the last outfit too, but I kept thinking of the floral, um, jacket that she already made because <laughs> mm-hmm. it felt Oh, you've you've already done this, but well, also, but like, look at how smart the styling is. Like, this is like mm-hmm. like thinking in relationship to chastity. Yeah, the the way like just the tiny touches of color that are that are throughout in the styling. Yeah, are enough to like give your eye some relief and also bring you back to like see the garment. Yeah, it's, it's like. There's, you know, like the, I'm, I, um, I really like look number five, right? Mm, yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. Um, with that, um, you know, and it's, and it's one of those things where it's like, this is, you know, this is a sturdier model. There's those, you know, those straps are, feel like structural and supportive. Mm-hmm but also like um you know visually exciting it just it's um i th- i think there's a lot of um really smart stuff in this in this show yeah yeah 
I know it seems like I said I was ninety percent there. It's like, yeah, but that's an that's an A, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And um, and how wild is it that she, that she got a standing O from the designers? Yes, yeah. Um, I, I it, it she, she's the only one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i i because I, I was sobbing by the end of this and so i, I was like oh yeah I, if i were there i would have i would have stood for this as well because yeah. on top of everything i thought in terms of the feeling she really created a feeling that i felt watching by myself in my apartment mm-hmm. and i i was so it was so wonderful to sort of see something that did start with that last um dress that she made for mimi in terms of the styling as well that mm-hmm. um it was taken and incorporated in a way that just felt very um, impactful and and thought through, and also uh, you know because it's it's very meaningful to her. But I I thought this is um, there's still like potential here, and I think that's mm-hmm. the only thing that I would have wanted to have seen because um, there was there were some pieces and especially piece number five that incorporated um, the macrame. I think really really well um but for like the first outfit or the first and the second outfit um i was just kind of like could it hit could it have been like not black um Mm -hmm. is there too much again of the macrame in black or too much of the macrame in like a monotone because it just Mm -hmm. that's sort of what kind of carried over um but she still knew she's still new at this and she's able to do this, um, and so mm-hmm. so I, I'm kind of like wanting to see her um, get like really fun with the macrame in mm-hmm. in a sense. The the longer she she does this work, and I actually kind of think about the macrame as like a way of getting away from the sewing machine. And I didn't even mm-hmm. really put that together as like another way of her to be working in this really complex relationship with her mom and fashion. Um, is creating clothes out of craft that doesn't need to be sewn. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, re- I really love this. Uh, <laughs> I really love this show. Mm-hmm. Um, and even, you know, the last outfit, which I still am just like, mm, it's the same, right? It's the same. Anyway. So. Yeah. Okay. So any other part? Patricia, what did you think? Words for I, I agree with both of you. <clears throat> I really, really like this this show um i thought that there, there's a lot here that um actually similar to chantal's show there's a lot here that a lot of even though we see this on you know female presenting models like mostly i think mm-hmm. um oh but with the exception of the first one um like people of all genders could wear these things and not feel somewhat boxed in mm-hmm yeah. And I really appreciated that. And I, I felt similarly about some of Chantal's looks. Coral, I, I thought Coral did such a great job editing the, this this collection. Such a great job. And I don't usually see that on Project Runway, hmm. especially on final shows. I think she did a superb job of editing. Yeah. And a lot of what I would have said you've both already said so mm-hmm. that's it for me yeah i didn't re- i didn't realize but yeah there's no yellow dress the there's um no yellow dress the cotton colored dress isn't there either mm-hmm. um so yeah yeah she's like a lot of work 
Yeah, and the and um uh, and more pants. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I guess. Yeah. Well, then, like the, what she was initially showing nine, Christian. Eight. Oh yes, right, right, right. Yeah. Yes. Piece number pants. eight. Like I really like that, even yeah. though it's all purple. Um, but I really like that outfit. Mm -hmm. Um, just would yeah. like to see more color. So. Um. Okay. Uh, shall we go to uh what the judges said? Yeah. yeah. Let's, All right. let's let's get on in there. Well, first we have like the reactions. We do have like the reaction montage from oh, people yes, in attendance. Oh yes, we do. Again, shorter than usual, but um, it did make me wish for a reunion show. Me too. Like I was like, why wasn't there a reunion episode so that we could ask Zayden what is why? up? You're covering What's up your face. Up? Why? I know. I, I mean, I feel like that has to be some sort of a protest or something. Yeah, right? it it felt that's got to be about something. Yeah, yeah. Huh. I don't. So, I don't know um, if is. you know anybody who's who's following Zayden on social media, or and, and if there's something that, if if you have a clue, let us know Please. what the deal was, because it was <laughs> that was some Wait, that was face. like some like. <laughs> proto yeezy stuff going oh. on there like you know just like one of these like okay wait a minute is this about like taking control of your image mm -hmm. or, or what what's going on here yeah and yet like the sort of response of like oh yeah i really loved so-and-so's i know <laughs> and i'm like is that zayden like is that the thing like it's ooh interesting do you even know idea. is it who's actually there <laughs> yeah 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 um yes yeah, so we hear from we got to see um anna and uh um uh jeffrey and uh -huh. of course we also uh what was it uh fern um fern malice yep. was there so we have industry people journalists and um family as well so mm -hmm. so yeah and then we have the judging so um, they bring them all back out into the runway to talk to Brandon, Maxwell, Nina Garcia, and Tommy Hilfiger. Um, yeah. Uh, just like, just any, you know, generally, Miss Elaine uh, really did miss her, especially mm. when it, 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 it became, a, you know, very apparent to all of us. Uh, what Tommy Hilfiger's concerns are, um, and also I, I thought about you, Patricia, in terms of the the rules changing, in terms of like what they mm -hmm. wanted, and and just kind of because this is is this about wearability? Is this about lasting mm -hmm. more than a season? So so mm -hmm. um, I think we start with Christina, or do we start? Who do we start with? I can't remember. Or do we want to talk about? um their feedbacks to everybody or uh yeah let's let's do it yeah um, i think christina is first yeah um and let's see here yes and so she, what i i wrote down she's like she she says i was so blown away by my work i make myself cry <laughs> like i saw my mm -hmm. piece the third one i'm like oh look it's so great anyway but yeah um i i just kind of love that she's she she said that but they loved that um, or Nina Garcia pointed out that it was more abstract 
and actually mm-hmm. less wearable, which I thought was interesting because I don't necessarily see her clothes during the season as being wearable. They're very complicated. Um, yeah. But Nina Garcia saw that as being these as being not as versatile and modular and not as wearable. And um, but she loved the hoverboard. Yeah. Brandon got a, got a little huffy about that. Yeah. Like, come on, <laughs> have some fun. <laughs> But you know what? I think I think Brandon had a point. What what did that add? Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I'm not I'm I'm not against it, but yeah, yeah. And again, it goes back to the relationship between the thing and the garment, and like I I don't know what it added, so maybe I missed the point too. Well, that's the thing. Like when you look at an Alexander McQueen show, right? Oh, For example, oh. <laughs> it's like if something like that is introduced. It is in the service of like a deep idea that yeah, is yeah. that is carried through in the entire show, and and that's not what was happening here. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it's, it's okay to experiment, but maybe like just the final show is not the place to experiment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No. I mean, I I find. I actually um, found myself okay with Tommy Hilfiger's presence. Okay. Um, Good. Because it, it's no bullshit. Mm-hmm. It's like he's not pretending to be anything else. He's not pretending that he's like, you know, I've done this for decades. Here's what happens with Prince. Like, yeah. you know, I mean, and I remember when I used to work at Canal Jean and it would be like um, when we were picking out like um, clothes that we were going to die mm-hmm. and and they were like, yeah, like um, 10 blue, eight red, um, you know, two green, two yellow. Yeah. And and it and and it was like. And, and you'd be like, but wait a minute, like, what about like this neon yellow? And they'd be like, it sits on the shelf. Mm. It's, it, it's like, it sits on the shelf. And Tommy Hilfiger has made a, made a, a an empire out of red, white, and blue. Yeah, yeah. Like the colors that sell the most year in and year out. Yeah. And yeah. He, he's not pretending to be Schiaparelli. He's not pretending to be right. anybody else. That's who he is, yeah. and that's what he's that's what he's giving you. And I and I think that that's, in a way, it's more valuable advice than advice about like refining your story. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Sure. It's like the sad fact of the business that I'm in is that paintings sell more than sculptures ever will. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you can put a painting away when you're tired of it where are you going to put a sculpture once you're once you're tired of it yeah and give it a chance to rest and that's like just a reality of the field it's always going to be like that it doesn't matter i I, I appreciate the reality check also but i kind of felt well it doesn't well you know because i kind of think about um sure the print is not going to move forward so they acknowledge a poppy print Mm -hmm. but um 
I don't know. Like, I think there's something about like this offering some like offering that, but not necessarily as like a, a knock as to why this right um, uh, show is, is less successful than another. It, cause it kind of felt, I was wondering, I'm, I was worried, like, is this a judging criteria? Um, if this print is, is not deemed to be something that would be, uh, you know, would have some type of longevity in, yeah. in the brand. And so that's something I, that I thought would be better, uh, you know, uh, kept for like, again, like a sit down with CFDA. Um, and well, I, I think that's the thing in what he's saying in this segment, mm-hmm. in what he's saying to each of the designers directly, mm-hmm. I think he is doing that. He's doing like the consultation, like this yeah. is the advice I have for you going forward. Yeah. Yeah. And then it becomes another question when they're when the judges are talking amongst themselves. Yeah. Um, then it's like, OK, his criteria is like very again from a very particular position Mm -hmm. yeah um but i think in terms of like as he's talking to the designers he's very careful to be like i think you're incredible and and this is what i would i would suggest that you focus on going forward yeah yeah you know and the and the deal is like yeah this is actually a great print but the thing with prints is that you have to come up with a great print. If prints are your thing, mm-hmm. you have to come up with a great print every single year. Yeah. And that's exhausting. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, and we have, you we, we don't really, excuse me, know about Christina and her prints. Like we haven't really seen her yeah. do a lot of them. At least this was a good one. Yeah. So, um, but anything else with Christina before we, because next is Coral, mm-hmm. um, who and Brandon acknowledges, well, C- Coral, how does it feel? You got a standing ovation from your peers. And, you know, she's like, oh, it feels really great. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, so she talks about her choice to start with a menswear look because mm-hmm. her son was her fit model and her muse. And... Um, and then we we t- again we kind of talk about the um, the viability of this and also um, sort of just like some things that um, that sh- I think would have been great to um, say to, to Coral during the season because Nina says you have to get out of the black you have yeah. to I'm like okay so maybe this will be the thing that pushes her out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and then Nina like focuses on the pieces that have color. And then Tommy Hilfiger says, well, I, I uh, don't understand how the embroidery and the macrame go together. Cause I think you had two shows in one. And um, again, thinking of like, how will you sell something that is so, I can't remember um, the words that he put into it, but I think he was concerned about the macrame. Um, and later mm-hmm. on they asked Nina, like how many of these would, would you buy? <laughs> Or would you buy more than one of these mm. things? So, um, but I, yeah, because I, I, and I thought that was really interesting to think of the zippered, embroidered looks as distinct um, mm-hmm. from the macrame. So, yeah. I mean, Tommy Hilfiger said something like, oh, those zippers, they could be a business. And I was thinking, well, I mean, like, that's not the point of view. Mm-hmm. That's not the only point of view. Yeah, that Coral is going for here, and I feel like, like I, I don't know. I don't really like this clothing brand, but um, I mean, it's not bad. It's just 
not what I wear and it's forever expensive, but like Zadig and Voltaire where everything is built around zippers and you're like, like, is mm-hmm. it, why, why are there so many zippers that don't do anything? Right. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's like, well, do we need more of that? Really? Mm-hmm. Like, what is that adding to a conversation? So in a way, I actually thought, I, I didn't think that what Tommy Hilfiger said really took in the whole like complexity of a manual labor. So embroidery mm-hmm. and macrame, manual labor, Tommy, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, but also like things that take time to make. Mm-hmm. And yeah. what I find interesting as somebody who's a, like a, a big fan of clothes that I never bought, like, like, like Dries Van Naughton, where a lot of those garments are hand embroidered in Thailand, where people get paid like really well to do that kind of work. Mm-hmm. Nobody really criticizes someone like that <laughs> for, oh, well, how, how is this going to sell? Well, guess what? They're going to charge it what mm-hmm. it needs to be to compensate for the labor cost. Mm-hmm. And I know that when you're starting out, you don't just get to have this endless budget to do those kinds of things. Yeah. But what I'm trying to say to say with all of this is that I don't think that people looked at the the, the breadth, like the the wideness, the mm-hmm. whole horizon of what Coral was really working with. And a lot of it was about heritage. But I'll, mm-hmm. um, I'm sorry, that's the name of the collection of Chantal. What Coral's was um, Genesis. So a lot mm. of it is about yes a beginning but it's a beginning that has already has a lot of hybridity to it yeah mm-hmm. and yeah. that to me like how the zippers and the embroidery and the macrame and the black all really amplified um a point of view um yeah so i i think that in a way um there was a lot of mono when there could have been stereo coral <laughs> i don't know how else to say it mm-hmm. i like that yeah i i mean <laughs> i you know i see it as a craft and again that it all kind of boils down to um just you know being very um being very respectful of a tradition um and it all comes from a very similar similar space and also you know i don't i i, I feel like she was she was very daring with a lot of the silhouettes that she used and it yeah. made me think a little bit about oh okay like the even the sh- um like the the fringe and having like does she think that's mirrored in the zippers or something because i i it made me i wouldn't assume that she doesn't think of them as being co- cohesive because why why you know so my question w- would have gone towards like well i i can kind of see like a tacit connection but is there anything else um but I thought, yeah, I didn't see uh, that as a problem at all. That was really mm. cool. Yeah. To keep all those crafts together. So. I also feel like, why, like, do we really want everything to make just so much perfect sense? Like, let us be surprised by something. Yeah. You know, like. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I think the, 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 the long and short of it is that Tommy Hilfiger really didn't get it right yeah, no it's, didn't get it. it's like he didn't get it and it's not i i think that you know that nina and brandon had you know saw more of the arc so they had a understanding of like where this was all sort of coming from yeah you know he kind of latched on to this tailoring is really impressive mm-hmm. 
and and so you could you could certainly do that yeah you know yeah um but uh but yeah i think there's a there's a way in which he just like didn't like doesn't get what the other stuff is yeah and um and so what didn't have much helpful to say to her but he, and, and you about know, it oh go well, ahead i i i think that this is something that's very common when like people look at work like corals and and maybe okay chantal's there was a lot of like skill work that people found impressive um so it evaded the point of view i'm about to try to give shape to mm -hmm. but i think when people look at the work of coral, it's very easy to dismiss it as, oh, it's about their heritage next. Whereas I think, mm. I think that that was a mistake <laughs> because I think um, instead of looking for the entry points of how things are, even if you don't understand it, even if it's like, oh, I don't really get what this is about, but mm -hmm. in, in, and looking for the entryways into it is far more useful than just dismissing it. And yeah. I think this is what, that's why I think Tommy Hilfiger was talking around a lot of things is because it was sort of maybe, maybe, I don't know, we don't know. I'm yeah. reacting to the edit we were given, maybe other things mm -hmm. were said, but it's just like, oh, this is, people make work about ethnicity and then that's that, as opposed to thinking about, hey, this person is actually trying to bring something new to an existing structure and they're applying it in this way mm -hmm. and looking for just any kind of entry point. Yeah. Um, I, sorry. I've already said that. Yeah. <laughs> um, cause I, cause I think, well, and we can kind of move on to chastity next. Um, mm. so chastity, it was, you know, I it's really interesting how, uh, they gave her, her feedback, but, um, they're talking about how they've seen her, um, progress. Um, well, and kept... also it starts off with how do you feel? Oh yes, yes. And and she's like accomplished. Mm -hmm. Empowered? Did she say that or something else? Um, maybe is that <laughs> I I just I feel accomplished. I feel like I've arrived. Oh yeah, and I and it's I... a really great feeling. And oh um, yes, I I've arrived. And I thought it was interesting that Tommy Hilfiger asked her. Uh, his opening question was, "Where do you see yourself in five years?" Which you right. know, feels like a like a like a job um, uh, interview question. And she had a, mm -hmm. an answer for that. She's like, "I see myself going global, and also being an inspiration for the next generation." Duty. Okay, duty, but duty. but here's 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 what I want to say. Yes. Both of those are vague platitudes yes. that are that that are saying nothing i mean yes. this is like to come back around to our thing about chastity like yes. that is the mood board yes talking yeah and um and and what i actually love about tommy hilfiger in this moment because this is something that he does get yes is that he's like you're missing something yes you should like you should be dressing celebrities you should be dressing performers this should yeah. be on beyonce this should be on rihanna this should yes. be on ariana grande mm -hmm. and and it's and that is like okay here's somebody who understands the business yes yeah. but also is 
like handing chastity the actual stepping stones to the career that she could have yes yeah like that yeah. like and and the note that i made is and and this is a little corny but the note that i made at this moment was cassidy stop dressing princesses and start dressing queens oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because because princesses get rescued and queens rule, <laughs> and yes. and and it's like, you know, instead of saying that you're going to be a global brand, like seize your power. Yes, yes, right. Do it. Yeah, and I I love that because it felt like it just that answer from Tommy Hilfiger just kind of like came out of left field for her because that's mm -hmm. not anything that she would ever have thought um that she could say to respond to that like not right. even like oh well you know i i, I have my store or my my place in houston right and i think i'm going to expand to this other market i have a place here perhaps some, like something practical but right. instead of saying like oh five years i'll be global how how right. and then tommy hill right. was like by dressing beyonce and if you're right. from houston right you know and so right. it's like there yeah. there are these things that um that i feel like that was that okay because when nina garcia comes in she goes chastity i liked your um your collection but i'm going to be a little critical like she there's this like huge um like prologue to some some pr like some practical feedback that i feel like was missing this whole entire season mm -hmm. for chastity and christina there's just like something mm -hmm. going on where th they were also responding in platitudes like this is black girl magic this is and what empowerment looks like mm -hmm. you are such an inspiration I'm like yeah, yeah yeah but can we give her something constructive to to like oh, actually yeah. use and move on with so yeah, I, I wrote in my notes, I'm like, do they think Chastity is fragile? Like, why is Nina Garcia, like, dancing around constructive criticism? Well, let's just say that Chastity has been on stage. Um, Chastity has cried more times yes. than for as a, and said, I'm not going to cry. But they've made her cry. pretty much any other contestant. <laughs> There's some times like, where they made her cry. I'm but, you know, oh, you know like yeah. Every true, time true. she cries, and then she's like, I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to cry. I'm a thug. It's like, all right, well, first of all, thugs can cry. Second of exactly. all, it's like, that's the thing. It's like, stop saying what you think. You know, just like, respond to the moment that's there yeah you know yeah and and it's like i and i think that that's very much like i don't know i i just i feel like this was such good advice yeah yes and it's like you can talk about like refining your brand as much as you want, mm -hmm. but if you don't actually know what your business is, mm -hmm. you're never going to get anywhere. Yes. Yeah. And no Ooh. amount of narrative about blossoming or narrative about this or that is going to get you over that hump. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with being the person who makes those clothes for those entertainers yeah 
nothing wrong with it. That is like a perfectly valid business. Yes. A coveted, it's a coveted yeah. role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and he's right to say like, if, you know, if, you know, if, if Ariana Grande showed up in one of those dresses, then you would have like 500 young women who want that, who yes, want that dress. They want to look like yeah. Ariana Grande when they want to look like Beyonce. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, and, and but I, yeah, go ahead. I just want to say, like, I agree with everything that you're both saying. And you know what? I, th- I think that's why Chastity went on the show. To learn how to do all those things and to have yeah. access, have access to yeah. that kind of decision making. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. In a way, I think people like Chastity are are great to watch on the show for that very reason. Yeah. 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 Because I think there there are things that um, like we're seeing this, but I think we're seeing things that she's not seeing in herself. Um, or but, at, but, at least does not feel comfortable saying yes or in that public but still exactly. is a very amb- ambitious person and ambitious enough to have a successful business and also a very uh a very strong will to come through the pandemic and apply for the show in the midst of a lot of angst and um and and crises and and like and just tragedy in, in her life and um and and do and do this and so like it's there but it but it, I think on the show, what has come out is a lot more about this, you know, your will and your desire for what you want to do for yourself. Um, mm-hmm. It's not just, yeah, well, we've already talked about that, but again, but Patricia, what were we going to say? Well, I wanted to um, add something in that three of the four contestants have their own businesses already. Yeah. Um, and this show, you know, is airing at a time when like, People are talking about unemployment numbers going up, but those unemployment numbers are not for um, people who check the women box on on the unemployment things, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? So it's mostly people socialized as male that are getting the unemployment. So when you look at people who are like the like basically like all the four, like the top four, and three of them are parents, mm-hmm. and those same three are business owners. Mm-hmm. Um, those are two things that. I think have two things that have defined um, how one can cross this pandemic um, sustainably. It's like, do you have a job? Do you have childcare? Yeah. So I I can't help but um, also add that as like another layer of pressure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just, just given these like market numbers that we know and that we're knowing now. And by the way, we know them now, but they were in motion when this was filmed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's a good um, segue for Chantal to, to mm-hmm. talk to that too, because she speaks about um, those pressures and has, of course, like shared that um, uh, very emotionally throughout the season, and um, and is also yeah, and 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 is working in very a very very similar vein as well um, with that. But okay, so let's talk about Chantal. And uh, everyone is loves the uh, the what is it called? It's called the I think the muse piece, the muse piece, or whichever model. The model is uh, that sh- that's standing next to her during this is the one that's wearing the the um, the minimal um, black dress with the uh, the long mm-hmm. um, coat, mm-hmm. the long black and white motif 
coat over over and everyone loves this and brandon says this is the most stunning thing i've seen all night and this is amazing yeah. it's wonderful and of course like Sean, of course nina doesn't talk about the minimal but i think she talks about it later but um but she they all kind of point to things that christian pushed her into doing which is taking this very very intricate shape and manipulating it into the fabric and into the structure of the garment um and and also as a print and um they acknowledge like chantal is the dress you're wearing part of the collection? And she goes, yes. And then Nina goes, okay. So I, this is what I would have taken out of the runway show. And I would have liked to have that dress in the runway show. Mm-hmm. And so I think she was like, you should have taken up all the red stuff, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, which I thought was stuff. really funny. Like there was a red outfit. I was like, which one are you referring to? But I feel like she was like, the red one there and the red one over there. I would have taken that out. I'm like, okay, all right. Um, <laughs> some of them were bothered by the 80s of it. But um, but they generally were just really blown away by the uh, just just how well and how um, how intricate it was structured. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. Um, I don't remember what Tommy Hilfiger said to Chantal. Um, the work is there. Yeah. Okay. He, he says, yeah, I, he's like, I don't even know how you could sew that. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. And also about the dress is like, how, how, how did you make that? I don't get it. Yeah. He does not really have like it or, or we don't really see like much business advice from him. Yes. Yeah. In terms of it. Um, which was kind of surprising, but he tells them all, you guys are oozing with talent. Yes. I'm sure you will all be very successful. Um, now I'll go backstage. Yeah. Bye. Oh, what, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, they talk like, to each other. They, they dismiss the designers. Um, so they right. can like talk very briefly. Wait, wait, wait. what is, what did we miss? Patricia? Oh, did we miss something? This, this like super annoying line of, Oh, you are also talented. Says Tommy. And by the way, I don't, have anything against Tommy it's just this line just really irked me which is you are also talented you are all deserving you should all come work for me and oh like, that one I remember. oh yeah that, that's not the prize yeah yeah that's not the that's not a prize Tommy yeah yes <laughs> not, not for these four Ugh. yeah it's anyway, like no they the, yeah this, this happens so much on project one way and the last time I remember this happening was when I think it was Roberto Cavalli was a guest judge and said the same exact thing to someone, mm-hmm. um, female presenting person. Oh, you're so good. This is so fantastic. You should come work for me. <laughs> yeah. I was like, no. Okay. No. Okay. This is, again, not a job. Yeah. Thank uh, you, Dracula. Yeah. Like, <laughs> go, go batten yourself on someone else's talent. <laughs> it's like, but, yeah, this this is yeah. fashion week. It's not a job interview. Yeah, for, yeah. For Tommy. Yeah. Hilton. But, but um, yet the, edit- the editing team chose to keep that in. Yes. Yeah, yeah, because they've taken it out. Yeah, but... I mean, it's the it. I guess it's the um, I guess it's the uh, the the male equivalent of I would wear any of this. Of Heidi's like, <laughs> oh, send me one of these. I want to wear. I want to wear this. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um. Yeah. Okay. I mean. And anything about the judging's the judges' deliberations? Not really. 
No. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. I I kind of love at the end when they were talking about Chantal and and Brandon was just like, listen. It just wasn't the most modern for me. And I was like, oh, is he going for Christina? Like, I have a feeling that maybe mm-hmm. he's trying to push Christina. Um, but And he was like, oh, my gosh. Like, those, like, huge square earrings. When those came out, I was like, no. <laughs> but then someone, I think it's Nina and Tommy, loved them. And he was like, okay, all right. Maybe I can see how they can fit in there. Yeah. Like, he's just like, oh, maybe I'll come around. Um all right. Wait, who said those were so bad? They're, so they were so wrong. They're right. That's what he said. He's like, they're so wrong. Oh. <laughs> Maybe they were right. Mm-hmm. Maybe you know. Okay. I love it. Yeah. All right. So. They all yeah, and back. we do get a lot more. Uh, we do get Tommy like being much more, um, much more sales oriented. Oh, um, you yes, know, yes. Uh, among them, and it's like it's it's less uh it's it's i i agree with you that it's more irritating here yeah um only because i thought oh and this is again in talking about christina just sort of like well the prints are relevant today but will they be relevant tomorrow i'm like who cares we're not talking about that now she'll just make another one tomorrow Mm. or you know yeah but i thought that was good i thought that was really really good actually i do because look at Mary Mecco. People want Mary Mecco prints from all eras. Oh. You know what I mean? So I think it is a good... It's a but like, but there is... But but there was a time when they didn't. Like they're... Yes. Like, like they're... Like that's the thing. It's like it's it has come back around. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, there was a time when people didn't want Poochie. Mm-hmm dresses anymore and there was a time when people you know there's a you know we're in the the return of the kuji sweater at this point oh god but but there was plenty of time when there were people (laughs) you know and that's one of those things it's like at you know when that's your business it's it it is everywhere at a certain point and then there's a day when it's not and actually this um i i uh I didn't, Ernest, did you have a chance to look at the thing that I had suggested to you? Oh no! Um, the um, the curse of Von Dutch. <gasps> I did. Uh, okay, well, I we're, did watch so it. we'll that. So then, that's a preview <laughs> um, for something that we will do for our Patreon, yeah, um, yeah, listeners. But Patricia, you should take a look at that. Yes, please do. I think I've seen it. I think I've seen it. It's a special. It's on. Um... It's on it's Hulu. Like a one hour... It's on it's Hulu. A, yes. It's a documentary on Hulu. It's like three hours. Yeah. Yes, I have yeah. seen it. I have. Yeah. Seen, it was quite sad. It was quite sad, but I. There's, I learned a lot. Yeah, and but that's that thing, right? Of yeah. like, it's everywhere, and then suddenly it's like, oh no, yeah. I can't, I can't like look at this, yeah. Yeah. and so yeah, there's that's it. You know, um, it is it it is a valid you know thing to think about yeah yeah okay all right um okay so they come back out and right away um, they they yeah uh, they they say like you guys are all great we wish yeah they bring the families out yes and the other designers and they're all seated we wish we could give everyone a win but we cannot 
And so therefore, I'm <laughs> scared. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, guys, who is the winner of season 19 Project Runway? Da 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 da. It uh, is. It is Chantal. One, two, three. Yes, Chantal. Yes, it's it's Chantal. The one and <laughs> Sorry, only. I jumped the gun. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to help us along. Like, should we all say it together? I don't know because no one from our brackets won. We all lost. There's your there's your proof that we are not rehearsed. <laughs> so none of us had oh, Chantal. Yeah. None of us had Chantal. No. I was this close to choosing her because I Me thought, too. oh my gosh, like you were on another version of Project Runway, but I thought that was yeah. actually not going to be helpful. And but I don't think it I necessarily was, but I, yeah. I also thought, oh, this person was already on the show. They're going to be a diva. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Same. <laughs> we were so wrong. So wrong. Anyway, but yeah. Um, yeah. So Chantal wins. And yes. um, yeah, I, I kind of thought that if, like I don't, I don't, I don't even know. Like I, I totally agreed with this. I, I totally agreed with this one. Um, yeah. And it could have I... been Coral for me, um, mm-hmm. but I was so glad that that they gave it to Chantal. So, yeah. 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 I think this has been my favorite run runway show on Project Runway. Oh yeah, yeah. It was beautiful. Um, just really, really well done. And I, and mm-hmm. again, I, I just kind of feel like. Their camaraderie really helps. Um, I will say, did anyone watch the after show? I did. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> I know. Uh, you know, it's it's awkward, uh, and they. I don't think they knew how awkward it was going to be. So for the after show, there's three parts, and the first two parts, um, they bring out the um, non-winners. So uh, Chastity, Kodal, and Christina are out there. Mm-hmm. And uh, Christina's just like, I, I don't think she should have won. All right. But she doesn't say that she should have won. But I think she's implying that. Um, and so it's like Christian in this weird situation of just like, well, guys, there had to be one winner. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry. But also thinking maybe we shouldn't have done this after show. So mm. so recently, like it's really hurtful. Like they're not happy. No, no one's happy. Everyone's yeah. in shock. Um. And then they talked to Chantal um, uh, for part three, but wow, you know. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I I, I felt really good about this. Uh, about this, I I just I don't know. Um, I oh. I agree with you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm yeah. gonna I'm just gonna read um, a hot take from mm-hmm. our listener oh. Nora. Um, oh, Patricia, what were you gonna say? Well, did you watch the after show, Nayland? Um, I did. I did. But it's like, really, yeah, go ahead. I was really struck by, well, what, like, what is the big deal? Yes, somebody has to win. And I was actually really reminded of some watching and I was actually really, really reminded of how people are always making choices. And we go and in this with this particular group, because some of them bonded very early and kind of survive the stress of the show that way, it really made Mm -hmm. it so obvious to me who was choosing um, like belonging over, um, I don't want to say the word authenticity, but that's not really what I mean. But what I mean is like self, self, um, self connection. Um, 
and because like and this is what what fascinates me about groups and specifically when when i look at like um like family like my family and like different reorganizations of my family on how all the time to where choices have to be made in terms mm-hmm. of like okay am i going to choose belonging right now and put a little bit of my um sense of self on the side not all of it but just a little bit or am i just going to just be myself all the time and risk belonging and i think um chantal risked belonging mm-hmm. you know, and is that a bad thing i don't think chantal was um I don't know. I, I just, I rooted was, was one of the people I was rooting for. And I, I think, I, I feel like they're being unfair to Chantal, <laughs> but I don't know. Hmm. That's all I wanted to share. Hmm. I know I just babbled hmm. on for some time. No, I mean, I, I think that there's, I think there's a, a feeling there where it's, um, you know, the, the, the show imposes certain kinds of narratives. Yeah. Um, and then there is the way that people, um, uh, can, you know, can confound those narratives, um, through their actual choices and behavior in the midst of it. Right. Um, I think that it's, uh, I, you know, Chastity was kind of getting this storyline that was very much about like, you know, her, her, um, you know, her, her personal struggles, struggles and, and, um, uh, and, you know, she's younger than Chantal mm-hmm. and, um, and in, in some ways, um, more relatable. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. so in, in, in a way easier to, to root for. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, but I do think that there is also a moment where it's like, Chantal is like, I've done this before. I know what's at stake here. It's yeah. like the intensity of being together with a group of people all the time mm-hmm. yeah. does make you bond. Mm-hmm. But also it's like, if, if she does not focus on winning at this point, she's not going to be on a third round of project. I mean, maybe yeah. she would be on, on an all stars. Yeah. You know, if they even decide to continue doing that. Um, but odds are unlikely yeah. that she's going to have another chance at this. So I, so there's a point at which she does seem to kind of like buckle down. This is what it's about. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and whether or not that is means that like, she's not going to pal around with these folks Yeah, is, you know, the, de- the decision to be made. Yeah. I and, mean, and I, I support that. Yeah. It's like, yeah yeah me too same uh it it yeah it it is it is yeah yeah i it it is okay to understand 
the the stakes and that you're on a, yeah. you're in a competition and considering that she had been sent home i mean yeah. i'm still salty about I, i'm still salty about like christine you know the, the thing with christina it's like that challenge christina should have gone home yeah. yeah and and um and so yeah and even then like she was prepared to go yeah and uh was really gracious about it but again it brings up the thing about you know even putting this cheat sheet together i couldn't believe that no one else had the looks on their instagram accounts yeah mm-hmm. and 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 i think maybe Corel had some stuff up but it, it wasn't nearly to the level of chantal Mm-hmm. And, I don't, and I don't think that's because she won. I just feel like, yeah. you know, at the end when when uh, Christian was just like, yeah, so she was like, yeah, yeah. So like now I know that this is a, I'm making a new list of things to do because this mm-hmm. is not the end. This is the beginning. It's going to get yeah. worse <laughs> from right. here on. Yeah. I, am, right. I, think I'm, you know, I think I'm hustling now. But after this, to make this count. Yeah. I, I still have to do the work. And Christian's like, oh, my God. But I'm like, but yes, yeah. no, but this is how right. you capitalize right. on this kind of opportunity. Yeah. And she's, I mean, she's doing this it. is what you did, Christian. Uh, exactly. Like, and God so knows well. there's there's any number yeah. of other winners of this show yes. who like we don't we see just don't them. hear from anymore. Yeah. No. Um, yeah. well, I'm going to read um, from Nora. Real yes. quick, because uh, Nora says some stuff that you said. Um, I'll just read the second thing Nora says. She goes, I am firmly in Nayland's camp on Christina. Not a fan. <laughs> I didn't like her collection. She's consistently lauded for making wearable and versatile clothes. Call me crazy, but choking hazards and citations for indecent exposure are neither of those things. But I will say that her collection displayed a certain level of humor I enjoyed. I think sending a model down the runway topless, well, nearly topless, thanks to Christian, was an intentional F you to the judges for telling her she never makes sexy clothes. And the hoverboard, for the sake of a hoverboard, cracked me up. So Nora, Mm -hmm. in that case, and then on Chantal, she's like, I'm thrilled that Chantal won the season. Her collection was simply simple yet complex, streamlined yet exciting, elevated 80s. I also love that she wore her own dress because she wanted the judges to see it despite cutting it from her collection. And I can see how this could be perceived by the other designers as conniving, essentially adding another look to her collection. But I thought it was smart and strategic. Um, yeah. Uh, and in uh, Coral, great job. But these are ideas we've already seen from her right down to the industrial buckles on the finale jacket. Um, again, that jacket, we've seen it. It's fine. No one noticed. Right. Which again, I also think came from um, Octavio. Octavio. Yes. Like, yes. A, like a, a good point where I'm just like, I call them backpack buckles. Yeah. Um, and Chas- and she did not like Chastity's opening look um, because that outfit, uh, that first outfit with no support mesh uh, with a too short ruffle sk- skirt was unforgivable. The black and purple jumpsuit with the ruffle sleeves was almost just as bad. And yeah, so like it, it kind of echoes a lot of also what I've been hearing from other um, listeners as well that, and uh, and I was live tweeting that day and people were just like deeply, deeply disappointed in Chastity's and people kind of like wishing that they would have liked it better. Cause I think she definitely had a lot of that momentum behind her where people wanted to love it, mm-hmm. um, but just couldn't do it. So, yeah. Anyway. Thanks, no, Nora. I, I think it. Thank you, Nora. That's you know, um, it, it's it's very astute. Even if you did agree with me, yeah, yeah, <laughs> for those reasons. <laughs> 
But man, okay, well, so none of us are winners. That's fine. Um, Chantal. <laughs> Congratulations. I guess, I guess. I guess this is our own after show, huh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, this is fine. This has happened before with Jeffrey. No one thought that, um, you know, mm. um, this very magenta man would make it towards mm. the, to the end of the season. So That sounds like a great fashion superhero waiting <laughs> to be drawn. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, will he blow a gasket or not? That's a superpower, yes. <laughs> keeping you stressed out on his behalf. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but anyway, it. So any final words? Um, and can you uh remind everyone how they can find you and uh how yeah anything to share? Oh my god, it's been so long. I'm just like, what do I say? <laughs> <laughs> how do we wrap this up? It is. It is wild that. Oh my god, here we are at the end of the season. I know it's weird. Mm. Yeah feels very strange yeah um uh it you know in summation i think all in all like a good season i'm glad that actually it didn't come down to a lot of shenanigans and drama yeah Mm -hmm. you know that that um like when i think about how things started out with meg at the beginning of the season oh yeah i was like oh my god this could be really rough and and stuff that we had with Aaron like you know that that actually there were sort of fights this season but I but nothing that actually characterized like think of all the stuff with Aaron and Bones at the beginning of the season and and that basically ended up being meaningless like the like I think the things that and you end up remembering from the season are not the people storming out or anything like that it's like um you know uh folks being really earnest Mm -hmm. um and uh and and i think it was a series that focused that it was a season that focused a lot on trying to define an idea about the black experience Mm -hmm. like between like prache and um and Zayden and Bones and Bones yeah. and, um, and Chastity, mm-hmm. all of them like trying to talk through those sorts of challenges, what that yeah. meant in in relationship to the country at this point. Yeah. So that was really, you know, it's like these shows are always going to be like weirdly limited and difficult, you know, are not equipped to take on like big ideas. Mm -hmm. But I think it is interesting that it was that the season was very much about earnestness. Yeah. On the part of like all of the, the, all of the designers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And uh, if you want to, um, if, if you want to um, read my sort of uh, ramblings, you can follow me on Twitter at uh, <laughs> Nalen Blake. Um, I'm on Tumblr at Nalen Blake on a number of different ways. If you want to see some photography of mine, my website is nalenblake.net. And um, for those of you in New York um, at the at the end of March, beginning of April, you'll be able to experience some work of mine in um, the upcoming Whitney Biennial. 
So yeah. that's that's the next thing that I have going on. Um, Patricia, how about you? Well, I can be found on lurking around in the the workroom um, Instagram account. I'm on there reading your comments. Um, <laughs> I am not on social media at all these days aside from that but i do have an instagram account um and a twitter account with the same uh, name that's sense and sight s-e-n-s-e-a-n-d-s-i-g-h-t and ernest where else yeah can we hear you see you well um before i do that i also just want to like wrap up the season with like just again i i just really loved their chemistry together i thought this was probably one of the most uh the well like the best cast seasons in a really long time and yeah. also just sort of we're still in the middle of this pandemic which is really bonkers to think about and that was a difficult time that they were filming in where it was sort of off at the tail end of a time where we thought that we were good and so I, it, it, I, I think about that all the time while watching the show. And I, and I know that's why I've um, put a lot or I've hung a lot on how well they, they got along. Um, and I've also learned a lot. I'll say like the bones and Aaron fight again, like I've mentioned it before that I talked through it with my therapist. <laughs> mm. I was like, I don't understand. Like they, what, what is going on here? And I continue to, to think about that. Um, and 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 how it implicated me and how I resolve conflict and seeing like a, I think a healthy example of what you do um, mm -hmm. uh, and we saw some unhealthy examples and some really healthy examples with mm -hmm. these people who are like figuring out a way to live with one another having gone through we're still going through this um, this like a collective traumatic moment and so I really appreciated them um, anyway so yeah so but uh, you can find me <laughs> At Ernez everywhere, H E R N E A S E. Um, so on my website, ErnezDavis.com. and uh, yeah, I'm I'm getting ready for a, a show that's opening very soon <laughs> at um, Framingham State University, which is not that far, um, which is in Framingham, Massachusetts, which is about thirty miles, thirty minutes west of Boston. And so um, this show has been postponed for two years mm. and I've been talking with the curator to do the show for over three. And it's kind of wild because this was supposed to be um, a show where I was kind of figuring out how to show new work and yeah. the work that I'm going to show, I've it's been in three shows since. <laughs> and so it's really strange to think about, again, like the longevity of this moment that we're kind of living through and how you change and, and even thinking about how to curate a space and exhibit an exhibition, how to show work. And so this, this is work that I've, I've like lived with for longer than anticipated because the show was supposed to happen in 2020 and now it's 2022. <laughs> so, so yeah, anyway, so all of those links are in the show notes and um, never fear listeners. Uh, we'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> in some time but again i want to remind everyone to send us your uh, suggestions on a vintage season and also for our patreon patrons we're still going through worn stories so um we'll see you on on patreon there and um yeah 
and uh, Nail and Patricia, like, I'll see y'all again. But, you know. Yes, I indeed. Know. I still have feelings because I just love the season so much and I love talking <laughs> to you about the season. It's been fun. So, all right. Um, well, everyone, like, until then, take care of yourselves and we'll see you soon. Um, yep. So, until then, we'll, we'll say goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.